You're listening to the General Geekery Podcast. G.I. Joe Hovercraft holds nine Joes. It's the big new way to bring the Joe team into action. And it floats on water. Release death charges. Go, Joe! A real American Chase Cobra. Way to go, Joe! G.I. Joe Hovercraft comes with driver, other figures, and equipment sold separately from Hasbro. He'll fight for... Welcome to General Geekery, episode number 21. Uh... No, it's been a while coming. We've been taking a break, mostly due to me. Um, sorry about that. Uh, with me, as always, is JD. Hello. And continuing our, if you'll remember, a few months back, or yeah, a few months now, I guess, a few months back, we had our uh, buddy Julian on from Paris. And being the cultured sophisticates that we are, we're going to continue our overseas. Diplomacy? Yes, diplomacy. Very good. I like that. Diplomacy. Yeah, it's very diplomatic. Us. Uh, diplomacy with uh, some of our friends from South Africa. Uh, with us tonight on the that have their own podcast, the G.I. Joburg from South Africa, is uh, Robert, Paul, and Stephen. Welcome, gentlemen. Good evening. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, more like Rob. Come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but for us, it's it's evening, so I, I just I kind of slipped into that quite easily. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the miracles of Skype conference calling. Friends from around the world can unite under one banner of G.I. Joe. It's a beautiful thing, gents. It truly is, isn't it? <laughs> so my, my first question, just out of curiosity, how hard is it for you guys to get stuff there? Um, Steve, can I go first? I'll be quick. You can go first, last, and throughout. It's all you, Fantastic. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) Okay. When we we were younger, uh, G.I. Joes were um, fairly easy to get a hold of. Uh, When I say easy, I mean they were in uh, convenience stores, toy stores, at all. I mean, you could just go into a shop and they were there with some He-Man toys and then later on they were next to the Ninja Turtles. So that was pretty easy. I mean, it wasn't like we got like five or so figures on a pig. We used to also have walls of toys where you'd get, uh, I suppose, I mean, my most recent memory that I can think of is a shop called Dion's. And I mean, I remember that being about, about four or five cards wide um, and then about at least six or so cards down. So I mean, that's quite a lot of figures, and I mean, yeah. I remember digging through them, you know, like uh, sifting through them with my little childlike fingers, trying to find the toy that I wanted. Always starting at the back because I always used to feel that as a kid they hid all the cool stuff in the back, which was often true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, as we got older, um, and as we started hitting the nineties, um, that sort of, that trend uh, maintained itself to a degree to about I'd say what ninety one, ninety two, ninety three even, but then it just died. <clears throat> there was like we didn't we didn't get any of the battle call, um, the major battle call stuff near the end. We didn't get DEF. We didn't get um, a lot of that uh, near the end. Uh, a lot of vehicles never made it to our shores. Um, 
as far as uh, the actual original releases uh, from 82 to 1990, uh, I would say closer to the 19, closer to 1990s releases didn't make it. So I don't believe we ever had things like the Condor on our shelves. I don't think we ever had... Uh, I, I, I think there's a lot of stuff we didn't get, but I mean, that was kind of par for course in South Africa. We, we kind of always felt that there was stuff that we couldn't get that was just never going to come here that we only had that we had only seen from gleaning over the cat- catalogs and so on and so forth. But now it's a complete pooch screw. <laughs> you can't um, find Jojo anywhere. <laughs> I would say that's no different than here. I mean, yeah, I, here in the U.S., it's only Toys R Us that carries it. So, and I don't think my Toys R Us got any of the new stuff in. And uh, the one that we have here, they got a couple shipments. I know because I got most of them, and they didn't restock them because uh, I was there last week, and they're sold out. They have no Joe left on the left on the shelves at all. So, um, yeah, and and there's none. There's none on the horizon unless unless. Uh, at JoeCon or San Diego Comic-Con unless they announce Toys R Us getting um, another new wave uh, later this year that there's there's nothing else in the cards. Well, so, see, that's one of the things that I was curious about because I watched pretty, well, not as closely as I have in the past few years, but this month was Toy Fair, which, you know, highlights what's coming out in the upcoming year. And yeah. I did not see any presence for G.I. Joe this year. There wasn't yeah, anything. I, I believe that's got a lot to do with um, Hasbro's sort of marketing strategy where they only want to show uh, G.I. Joe stuff in their own events when they do their own sort of um, ah. Joe Con and, and that kind of thing. And when Hasbro does it, like they have their own like Hasbro press release thing that they do. I think that's well, kind of their plan. Toy, toy, I mean, toy Fair is basically a showcase for the stuff that the toy companies are going to put out or hoping to put out for the retailers to decide this is what we're going to buy and this is what we're not. That's why, like when Star Wars and Transformers are there, that's a guaranteed buy. All the retailers yeah. are going to jump on it. They're just It's just an excuse for them to show off what's in the works or what will be out soon. But... G.I. Joe hasn't appeared at Toy Fair since probably the the retaliation stuff showed up the first year that it shipped. And then yeah. I think it might have been there for the for the second year when retaliation actually came out in the theaters. But before that, yeah, they'd show up every year. But since then, since it's only Toys R Us buying it, they don't need Seems to have pretty it. pretty dry. There. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Another thing as well about with uh, just here in South Africa as well, uh, I mean, obviously the, well, not obviously, but the whole retro revival in in all forms, you know, toys, comics, uh, DVDs, Blu-rays, uh, and all that. Um, you know, you've seen He-Man come out back, uh, again, not, not re- being re-released, but just, well, I suppose re-released in toy for, uh, form. You've seen Thundercats, you've seen a Voltron, and... You're seeing a lot of this retro revival um, that's been happening, I'd I'd say, for the last, I don't know, about eight years or so. Um, So in comic book stores in South Africa, it was very easy to see He-Man figures hanging on the pegs or or comic shops selling other people's vintage He-Man collections or Brave Star or whatever. But very little love was given to G.I. Joe to the the extent where, I mean, I think Steve 
and Steve will probably tell you the story, um, but he managed to find a, a good handful of G.I. Joe stuff at a comic store that I sort of semi-frequent, and that's the first time I've heard of G.I. Joe stuff really being in a comic store. Otherwise, it's, it's almost like it never existed here. It's the, it's the weirdest thing, and when you talk to people from our generation, you know, sometimes they remember it, but they also don't, or... You know, it, it's 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 weird. <laughs> I um, think if you, I think for for the nostalgic crowd, not necessarily us who have been hardcore collectors for most of our lives. I think unless you had uh, experience or memory of watching the TV show, you know, even if you didn't buy the buy the toys or you didn't buy a lot of it. You had some of it, and you watch the cartoon, you'll remember it well, but otherwise, not really. Yeah, um, no, I can agree with you on that, definitely. And as, and as, and if, uh, and as you might know, uh, Jetty, and uh, from having listened to our podcast, or uh, for those listeners that have listened to our podcast, um, you will know that the TV series wasn't, or the cartoon animated series wasn't uh, as widely shown or as widely available should i say as the toys were like we had tons of toys but we never had the cartoon really um did the comic book make it down there the marvel comics uh yeah let's put it this way um it was on here but it was on a um a different channel so this might be uh foreign to you guys but uh back in that time we only had like three tv channels and then we had like a fourth one but that was only accessible um, for certain people. Not not because not a paid for thing. Actually, technically, let's call it five channels. One was like a paid for channel where you pay, paid and you got a decoder and everything. Um, and then the other one was you had to tune your t- uh, your TV into that band to get it. And at uh, the the broadcasting company that used to broadcast that TV channel, they didn't have a very big broadcasting range or whatever. And right. so a lot of uh, households didn't get that, and that was known as uh, Bob TV. And but to answer your only... question, Brian, yeah. uh, the Marvel comic was available here, and that's how yeah. anyone who was serious about their toys found avenues to like that's where read I was about them. Yeah, expand the sort of was... knowledge base. You know, I, I learned about the Tomahawk helicopter not by ever seeing it in the, in the flesh, or seeing it at a, at a store, or even seeing it in a catalog, I saw it in the Marvel comic books. So I figured this helicopter was a non-toy vehicle. Right. Just like the Cobra transport helicopter. Yes. I figured it was the Joe equivalent, and it was like far too impressive to have ever made it as a toy. <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. I kind of blinked um, during the whole, the whole heyday of G.I. Joe back in the 80s. I mean, I wasn't really an active collector of toys back then. So, like, I never encountered this thing. And then all of a sudden, mm. saw it in the comic books and fell in love. Which might be an interesting segue, boys and girls. Uh, wait, do we have any girls? Paul, no. you've, lost, hey. you've lost yours. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Paul's girlfriend used to be quite vocal on the show. Anyways, um, by way of introduction, gents... Uh, what are your favorite G.I. Joes and G.I. Joe vehicles? Okay, wait. you talking specifically characters or figures or both? Good, good point. Um, because those, those don't always equal each other. Yeah, that's a good point. Fair enough. 
Well, um, my angle will always be the toys. Okay. So, tell me your favorite action figure, your favorite vehicle. Should we do a split? I mean, best Joe, best Cobra, best Joe vehicle, best Cobra vehicle. Or is that just yeah. getting a little bit too, too cluttered? No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, oh, dear. Yeah. Any opportunity to talk about toys, boys? Indeed. <laughs> oh, all right. So, JD, go ahead. What, me first? Yeah. Oh, put me in the spot. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to say, I think my favorite Joe action figure uh, is probably Hawk 1986. Uh, even though. Hawk existed as part of the line since the beginning. Um, his first figure was only released with that missile system, which I never owned um, and didn't know anything about until probably the early 90s when I discovered collectible shops. Um, so my introduction to Hawk was the action figure and the Sunbow uh, cartoon series where if you watch that, they treated Hawk like that was his introduction as well. And, but that figure just captured everything for me that I thought that the Joe team should be. I mean, up until that point, I was watching the cartoon, but so Hawk was a new character for me. But the bomber jacket. The camouflage pants, the badass card art, where you could tell this this guy meant business, and then his introduction in the, in the cartoon, he had me right then and there. I mean, uh, later when I found out, you know, when I started reading the comics and I saw, oh, Hawk was always there, and then I found out about that first figure, none of that, uh, even though the spirit of the way he was written in the early books did capture the same mystique that the 86 figure had um the, the his first figure was basically short fused with a different torso so meh but that bomber jacket figure that was that was more of a poster boy type figure for the gi joe line in my opinion than duke or stalker ever were because that thing was just it was awesome I mean that that's I gotta say I think that's my favorite figure in the line. Mm. Um, it is Hawk, an exceptional sculpt. Hawks yeah, in my top definitely. ten characters, maybe, but that figure is number one for me. Incidentally, when I discovered the internet, <laughs> that was the first figure that I ordered. Yeah. When I found a an e tailor. Good choice. Yeah, man. Well, I needed I needed the boss. I needed the general. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I know Brian's answer. Do share, Brian. For G.I. Joe? Yep. All right. For Well, if we're going to do G.I. Joe and Cobra, Cobra is going to be a tie between the Night Viper and the Alley Viper. Ah, <laughs> G.I. Joe. We're talking good guys first, damn it. All right. Uh, of course, J.D. probably does indeed know uh, my first G.I. Joe figure is going to be my favorite one and still is. And that's going to be Torpedo. Oh, cool. Um, that figure was the, like I said, it's the first figure that, the first G.I. Joe figure that I, I got and started me on the lifelong obsession of with the Navy SEALs. And that's 
you know, I, I as we've mentioned many times on the show, we I we JD and I both customize action figures, and those are some of my favorite customs to do, and some of my best customs are my Navy SEAL customs, and that all stems from Torpedo. Um, oh, very cool, man. My nice. favorite G.I. Joe vehicle. Oh. Uh, I'm probably going to have to say the Defiant. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Pull out the big yep. gun right there. Yep. <laughs> Don't hold back. Hard to beat that. Isn't it? Yeah, I've never... Uh, I got one, I don't know, probably about four or five years back. It's not complete. Um, okay. And, you know, one of the blue doors broke. But Mm-mm. it's still it's still pretty freaking awesome. What um, an interesting if you would, coincidence. If you, were to level one, if you were to level one criticism at the Defiance, what would your biggest crit be? I know, right, Rob? The Apart problem, from the fragility. The, the, of the Defiant, I'd have to... I'd have to say this across the board with just all G.I. Joe vehicles is the type of plastic they used. It just does not stand the test of time. You know, it was very hard and very rigid, which was nice when we were kids because it held up to play except on, you know, hinges where you'd you'd bust off the little nubs that fit into something else. But over time, that plastic just got old and it got brittle and it's, it's hard to get, you know, some of the some of these vehicles in nice condition because the, the plastic just does not hold up. Mm. You were going to say, Rob? Oh, no, I was just going to say it's an interesting coincidence that your favorite vehicle is the Defiant because um, G.I. Joburg recently uh, purchased a, a Defiant from a fan of ours um, but, and it's waiting for us to unbox. Nice. <laughs> but we're keeping it super secret for now. So you, you guys well, have been pretty here stuff, first. Well, don't worry. It, it's still a secret because our 14 listeners aren't telling anybody. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, Are you going to see to that, I, I JD? thought it was 19, JD. Well, maybe it's not. I don't know. But you know what? Trust me, none of them are. Te- they may not even be paying attention while they listen. They're probably in the middle of something else. So, yeah. um, um, I, I just, uh, I just, uh, you know what? I, 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 I realized I forgot to mention my vehicle, and honestly, let's go simple. Um, I really think it's probably the uh, it's it's probably the vamp. I mean, it's it's classic. It's a jeep. When I was a kid, the army was still using jeeps, and I know my my dad was in the army, and and he there's pictures of him driving a jeep, and yeah, they weren't as cool as they weren't as cool as the vamp, but. You could see that that's the future of what the Jeep was going to be long, long before we ever knew what the hell a Humvee was. Um, <laughs> so that, and that was great. I mean, I like Clutch, too. I mean, I like the character and I like the figure, but the Vamp, to me, um, it was, it's a defining vehicle. I mean, when I think of the early Joe line, I pretty much think of the Vamp, the Ram, and the Mobad. Yeah. So, you know, they've... Tried and true. And you know, I'll mm. I'll quantify mine a little bit because I know some people are going to say that's not a vehicle, that's a playset. So oh, come on, it included well, a vehicle. It included Jeez. a vehicle. Who sure. are these people? So if for the people that are going to split hairs, I'll 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 retract that and say my my favorite vehicle is probably the Shark Nine Thousand. What? Huh. 
that's a good choice. Uh, what? That's out of fucking nowhere. Um, Brian, my God. <laughs> I've been friends with you boy. for 10 years, and I don't think we've ever talked about the Shark 9000, but fuck. I applaud that brave effort. I, I bought one of those. Like the pedo or shark? Yeah, shark I bought one of those things the, to. The water uh, squirting feature? <laughs> I bought one of those things thing to customize one time that has. It has a ton of play potential to it and tons and tons and tons of customizing potential. And Repro Labels, Cobra Stickers, they've got an absolutely beautiful sticker set for it. Um, so. You were to get a Shark 9000 and repaint it to actually look like an army or a marine or a navy vessel, uh, you could salvage it easily. I mean, so you might have to do that is, because I had one, but I didn't box, save it. I don't it. think it's a bad toy. It's just colors are a little wonky, but they could yeah. have been a lot worse. Um, and that color figure that came with it was badass. Like, that was a truly military color. Hmm. I mean, it was meant to look like a Coast Guard uh, attack boat, you know. Well, like, so the yeah. white does have some explanation, I suppose, in that in that vein. If you just sort of oranged up the blue and got rid of the neon, oh yeah, as you say, I Brian. I mean, a lot of custom potential. Just, yeah, I was just like like Brian said, it's got a lot of potential. So really, you could repaint if you had five of them. You could repaint it, you know. Yeah, minimal repaint for the Coast Guard version, and then you could. Do four others in in basic uh, colors of the services, and you'd have a nice fleet of you know badass looking vehicles. Um, yeah, and <laughs> I I did get one. I customized it uh, probably I don't know about ten years ago. I didn't save it unfortunately, but because I tried to do a second custom with it, I tried to turn it into a uh, water moccasin because I'd seen somebody else do that with one, and it was a beautiful custom. Um, but mine did not turn out. But one of the other things that I did with mine is when I was a real little kid, they used to make these um, uh, toys for the bath. So they were like submarines. And they had this little encapsulated motor that ran off of two A batteries that kind of slid onto the bottom of the boat or the submarine for the bathroom. Interesting. So I found one of those on eBay and modified yeah. my uh, shark to to uh, so you could attach that and it it actually floated and it actually had a motor then. Brilliant, and works very well with your favorite figure, of course. I yes, mean, if you're totally. going to have a Navy SEAL as your number one, he needs a bitch and ride to be totally Navy <laughs> SEAL mobile. <laughs> Very good. I, I, I can't be sure if this was its debut, but in the comic books, I swear there is a green Shark 9000. Really? Maybe at some point it was supposed to be done up in green, maybe as an homage to the whale, sort of like step aside whale. We've got a, a, a real boat now. <laughs> but it's yeah, sure. Boat. I mean, Shark 9000 was one of my... Uh, long standbys. I mean, I had the toy as a child. It saw a lot of use, and I loved it. And I, it is Joe's answer to the Moray, only yes. like a decade later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Stumpier. Actually, yeah, I um, totally forgot that that thing existed. So when you guys were talking, I, I looked it up <laughs> and I was like, oh, that thing. Yeah, it's actually it. The colors definitely are the. It's it's. I think it suffers from the same thing the Condor has. 
it's uh it's got the play features are very sort of in your face and you don't get to see what the the real thing so now you guys have got me taking a much closer look at it yeah the condors are i actually um have two of them one i'm gonna restore to like how it how it originally came and then another one i uh did in stealth colors uh used a clear red on the the clear the cockpit the canopies and then the 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 plastic plexiglass parts that go over where the bombs go. Um, yeah, it, it it looks kind of blah though. I mean, I, it needs some stickers of some sort. So it, it, I'm I'm not a fan. The only use for the Condor I have is the GI Joeberg videos they posted. I <laughs> I always just thought it was kind of stupid looking. I didn't have one. My friend had one. The only part of it I really liked was the Arrow Viper, and that's only because. Uh, I didn't see him really as a Cobra pilot. More, I actually saw him as more of a uh, like a commando guy, um, <laughs> like kind of doing what the Rangers did for GI Joe. Well, he was doing that for Cobra. Um, in fact, I think my friend actually took to using him that way too, and I think he actually had a Strato Viper piloting the thing. All right. Yeah. Um, something I I wish I could have. Uh, I wish I had seen before we had done the review. Uh, I watched a a quick YouTube video on um, Steven Seagal, and I've seen what Steven Seagal looks like now. And yeah. uh, <laughs> the Arrow Viper kind of looks like a like an older, slimmer uh, Steven Seagal <laughs> wearing a, a durag kind of yeah. thing. And it, it's kind of it's kind of cool in a weird way. Um, if you if you dig uh, Steven Seagal, if you don't, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to destroy the image. Uh, <laughs> Of the Arrow Viper, but it's just Poor something that I, I time has yet. not been kind, and I feel I feel for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, um, who's up there, uh, Rob? Uh, you want to throw in your your favorite Joes or Cobras or? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'll I'll do my Joes uh, or my Joe. Um, well, long time listeners of um, uh, GI Joeberg, all uh, twenty two of them. Um, <laughs> They would know that my favorite figure is Scoop from uh, 1989. It's 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 purely because it was one of the first figures I ever got. Well, there um, you go. That'll do it. Yeah, no it, it'll definitely do it. Um, and I think I've told the story on Gia Joburg. Um, I think my mom looked at it and she was like, "He's he's the least offensive figure on the shelves that I could possibly get my son. Um, he's got a camera, so I mean, he's not trying to kill people." Um, I suppose she didn't notice the silenced pistol, which I I think I promptly lost. It was, it was a flare the, gun. The Maybe she just thought, eh, flare gun. It's uh, a flare gun, to be know. a real gun. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I've just always enjoyed the figure. You know, despite it having um, Tiger Force kind of be like yellow coloring on it. Um, but other than that, um, I, I think he's brilliant. Um and my favorite vehicle would be the killer whale. Oh yes, it, yeah. it's such a fun piece. I mean, it's it's very it's properly militaristic. It feels very real world, you know, the coloring of it and the the purpose of it. Um, and there's so many play features, and it comes with that incredible little like escape bike and that that little feature of shooting out that little um, vehicle at the front, and and it has Recon, little bombs yeah. you can drop off the side. Brilliant. Yeah, I've I, never owned one, and even growing up, my friends, all the places we lived, I don't think I ever knew anybody who had one. 
I had uh, when I was, was a one kid. of those things that I saw it on the cartoon. Yeah. Probably saw it in the comic. May not. You know what? It may have been the same thing. I may not have actually realized that the thing actually existed because I didn't see one until much later. Maybe it, maybe it was pre-internet when I had a friend who who had a had a pretty good collection. Um, but yeah, for years I never saw one in person. I had one when I was a kid, and then um, when I was adult, I got a beat up one. And I used it for a custom. I took the top part of it off and uh, kit-bashed the tactical battle platform onto the the floating part and made oh, a, a floating command wow. center. <laughs> oh, that must look cool. Yeah, it turned out pretty nice. I have pictures somewhere, but I don't still have the custom, unfortunately. Mm. Well, if you have pictures, throw them up on, on the Facebook group. You know you're welcome to. Yes. Let's see. I'll take a look at that. All right, who's yeah, next? So time, I guess I'll, I'll jump favorites. in. Yeah, Stephen, tell us what what are your favorite things? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I was a bit of a mess growing up uh, in terms of my tastes. They were quite eclectic. On the one hand, I was getting a medic in the form of Life Lifeline. On the other hand. I got Hydra Viper because he was purple and the card art made him look like a sea monster. So, I like, love that figure when I was a kid. <laughs> I know. I still do. He still, <laughs> those things, I still say, all right, at, at the time when I was a kid, I didn't know what a seal was and I didn't realize that that's what the eels were supposed to be. They were supposed to be badasses. But when I was a kid, I had an eel and I had a Hydra Viper. And in my, in, in, in my mind, the Hydra Viper looked badass and you know mm. the webbed hand and the and the and the, the the uh the demonic helmet and everything i love those guys so i'm right there with you i used to give my hydro viper some uh intriguing additional abilities <laughs> like he uh could extend a kind of a squirrel suit so he could glide short distances and also oh, the cool. webbed hand um you know i played it like it was serrated so he could just wow. slash throats, <laughs> just <laughs> swipe a guy, that kind of thing. But incidentally, he is not my number one figure. Well, uh, we were talking about GI Joes, anyways. I can't can't put Hydro Viper on the top of a GI Joe list. Um, so, as I was saying, I, my my tastes were all over the place. Uh, my brother, older brother, got a hold of my GI Joe shoebox, was rifling through it, and said, "This guy, this guy is the guy." He is the best figure of the lot. And that really had a profound effect on me because the figure he picked up was none other than version one Shockwave. And I'm sure we can all agree that uh, regardless of your attitude towards SWAT or his color scheme, the sculpt of that figure, it's like G.I. Joe's answer to um, Firefly. You know what? You say regardless what anybody has to say, honest to God, in all the years I've been on the Internet, he is one of those figures I have I have ever seen very, very little bad press about him. It's like he's one of those figures that universally, even if even if people didn't care about the character, everybody seemed to have liked the shockwave figure. Good proportions, nicely sort of baggy but not too baggy combat pants. The head, you might say, is a little oversized. I like to just think that the balaclava is quite no. poofy and no. the cap oversized. is great. Oversized is Beachhead version one. That figure has a pumpkin for a head. 
And <laughs> and even when I got Shockwave, I'm like, well, why couldn't the why couldn't the Beachhead figure be as cool as this guy is? I know he it's blasphemy. Sensibility I don't care. Of, sensibility of wearing body armor. He's got a knife sculpted into him. He's got pistols sculpted both both thighs have a weapon. He's got a little boot knife. He's wearing like '80s high tops, which is just super cool. You know, they're like combat boots, but also kind of stylish as well in a retro way. They were tactical um, running shoes. Oh, whatever, Jamie. <laughs> come on. They say New Balance on the side. I swear to God. <laughs> um, so that is a, a difficult figure to knock. I promptly lost all of his accessories uh, when I was accompanying my father on a trip to like a municipal dump. So Story that dump has. Life. Can't tell you how many figures got opened up and immediately everything, all the accessories except the big stuff, got lost. Like Mainframe's computer and backpack, I had those. They were too big to lose. His his gun and the little cord for the and the microphone, all gone. No idea. Never saw him again. Well, you know, mine got lost on a dump, like a landfill. That's Try and funny. beat that. That's disgusting. That's funny. <laughs> it's unhygienic, is what it is. So yeah. Number one figure, hard to beat. I, I cannot to this day top that in terms of sculpt. And I sort of imbued a, a completely different character into him. He was all of a sudden like the numero uno. Let me try that one more time. Numero uno Joe. Like Snake Eyes had nothing on him. He was like Snake Eyes but with a voice, which for a very outspoken <laughs> fellow like me is a prerequisite. you got to be able to speak. And yeah, follow well. orders and give out orders and suggestions and whatnot. Snake Eyes is such a useless character yeah. in your G.I. Joe squad. It's impossible to play with that guy. Vehicles, I'm going to throw the cat among the pigeons and say that my ve- my top vehicle at the moment <laughs> is the Ghost Striker X-16. I got this uh, late last year. Absolutely love it. Um, it is pretty cool. Vehicle. Say what you will. It has some failings. But the heft of it, the sculpt, the detail, the cockpit, the pilot. I mean, it's an ace that actually looks like a pilot with a flexible, like, you know, mouthpiece and hose. Everything fits. It's a fantastic toy. It's a two-seater. It's got six missiles. It's got the side nacelle nicely sculpted, just like a, a, an F-16's um, Gatling gun. It's got a feature that you can either ignore or choose to use. I love the feature because I get sick and tired of making <laughs> sounds with my own voice. <laughs> now I've got, a jet that, I've got a jet that does it for me. It's fantastic. So, yeah, I am enamored with this vehicle, and, yeah, it's, it's a gorge. I managed to have a very clear cockpit canopy, uh, thankfully. So that's like a jewel in the crown, man, because it is a nicely... It's not quite oversized, but it you know it it's necessary for the two figures for it to be quite big, and it looks just like the real thing. You know, F sixteens um, have that sort of single piece canopy gloss, mm-hmm. and so does the toy. Whereas with something like the the Sky Striker, it should be a two piece. You know, there should be a front piece of gloss, like like with the Rattler. <clears throat> right. Of course, the toy doesn't reflect that. It's not that I'm knocking the Sky Striker. I'm just Dragging up the Ghost Striker by its boot uh, bootlaces as much as possible because this is a venerable jet and it deserves some fanfare. I've never. And that's all I have to say about that. 
I've never owned the Ghost Striker at all. So, uh, yeah, I do agree that Ace was awesome, though. Yeah, I don't think I've even ever seen one. (laughs) Well, you can hear one right now. I mean, what fun. Come on, come on. You can play for hours off the dock, of course. Eliminating your bedroom wall. (laughs) That is phenomenal. Um, I kind of want get one yours for today. that right there. Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to check eBay just, know just that because I want a noisy vehicle. Well, okay. <laughs> the feature, you know, it does project to targets, but you can also project a sort of a, a blank crosshairs, which is cool. So you can put actual toys in the crosshairs of this jet. That's cool. So, so it's sort of like spotlighting them. And in addition to the main lamp, it's got nav lights, so the red um, port side and the, the green starboard lights, they actually blink. Huh. And it's got a cockpit light that illuminates ace, and it's a constant light. It doesn't flash or anything. It's not like other electronic toys that sort of go on for five seconds, you know, do something banal, and then switch off. With this, unless you switch it off yourself, it'll go continuously for four and a half minutes. Jeez, I am checking eBay for it. Man, they those don't go so, for cheap. No, they do not. Oh, really? I God, looked, no, they're I expensive. To, I looked into um, I managed to find uh, one with the box for like, oh, what did I pay? Uh, $40? Really? Nah. Yeah, I, I, I blame looked into getting one I blame a, the review. a long time ago and just, I couldn't afford <laughs> I it. I blame reviews. Yeah, because, um, let's see, I'm looking uh, with the buy it now. Um, there's one for 70 with... $23 shipping. Yeah, okay. Um, there's one for there's one for 20 but it's just the plane. There's nothing included with it. And it doesn't even have all the parts. Um, there's the Ace figure that came with it for $40. Um, there's a landing there's a landing gear. There's a boxed one, uh, mitten box for $159 with uh, $33 shipping. And then there's one for fifty and twelve dollars shipping, but that's it. Like there's nothing. There's nothing else. Our listenership must have skewed eBay's prices a bit. You know, all oh, of our um, twenty-two, our twenty-two guys have been driving up the price. Oh uh, well, let's see. There's a, there's a. Oh uh, well, there there are cheaper ones in the form of the Lego Creo wannabe things, but that's about oh, it. So, gents, what are your like opinions that. on those? Uh. If you like Lego, it's great, but uh, and I do. But those were, eh. I had a couple of the figures. They they weren't built the as, they, they weren't built as well as Legos. The 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 legs on them tended to be real loose. But I had a couple of them. But I the the blind pack thing drove me nuts. So that's all I ever got was a couple of them. I, I like you know, the you figures. Can check out I don't, the like, serial numbers online. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I, I'd get the, I'd get the little code thing. I'd get the list, and then I'd go and look, and and Toys R Us that they'd, they'd have the, they'd have the, the boxes full of them, and it'd be like the same four or five numbers over and over. I'm like, oh, yeah, because they're um, code they, like they do everything yeah. else. Yeah, so it's like everybody else went through and they found the code list and they picked out all the characters, and that was about it. I had Flash and I had Major Blood, and and uh, I had the. 
land adventurer, but that was about it. So, yeah, I, I like the figures. I don't like the vehicles. Um, I think the only vehicle I like is the, or not vehicle, but place it was a pterodrome. The Creo pterodrome I thought was quite impressive, but yeah, the rest of it uh, didn't do much for me. Um. <clears throat> So, wait a minute. All right. Who didn't answer? Or are we moving on? to? I haven't answered yet. I, I haven't jumped oh, okay. in yet. <laughs> Sorry. I've, I've just been very chilled. Um, I, I'm going to start off with favorite vehicle. Uh, for G.I. Joe, uh, the more I think of it, the more I'm brought back to the Warthog. Uh, oh, it's it's nice. for two reasons. Yeah, the Warthog is great. I love that thing. Um, it's a vehicle and a playset, and I had it in my youth. Uh, which, you know, totally helps cement favorite vehicle status uh, in the eyes of, of any, like, sort of collector or fan. Oh, yeah. uh, but it served both those purposes. It was both a vehicle and a base. It was like a forward operation base. or what, It was like whatever I needed it to be because it had so many uh, sort of uses or functions. I mean, it had all kinds of radio and uh, communications gear and, you know, it had its own little radar system or at least based on what's inside it. And, I mean, it was a badass little tank, and you and could carry... And it was a troop carrier. There you go. Yeah. You could move about I, ten of them, and it floats. Yes, it does. <laughs> that was one of the first vehicles I customized, and, I, yeah, I I can completely agree with it. That is a fantastic uh, vehicle. It has a lot of playability just straight out of the box, let alone customized. Well, so, yeah. I remember when I got mine when I was a kid. You know, we went to the store, and I got it, and, and I was excited, and I opened it. Well, what sold me first was... There was not just the Sergeant Slaughter, but even in the package, you could see that, that the hat came off. I'm like, oh, my God, they finally, you know, and, and we got it open, got it home, put it on and, you know, put it. My dad, you know, he helped me put it together and we put the stickers on. And honestly, that's another vehicle. I don't I don't see where you could find much wrong with it. I mean, it was yeah. it was that thing was imposing. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, good memories of that one. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's got to be up there as my favorite. And and today, as far as toys go, uh, as far as the GI Joe figures go, uh, today it's my 1985 Snake Eyes uh, because oh, as soon as you guys mentioned it, like who's your favorite Joe? I was like, well, the 1985 Snake Eyes was a Snake Eyes that I and well, then my my good friend David and myself are sort of that was our holy grail. I mean, that was something that. Like we, that was a Joe figure that was missing from our collection, and and it's it's weird because it's a figure I never had. It's just a figure I always used to dream of finding, and and I finally got my own one, uh, and it and it came from a South African source. Uh, somebody was selling off a huge collection, and it was in that um, collection of figures, and I was I, that was just amazing. That that just completed the whole loop. So, and I love the figure. I mean, like. Objectively, I think uh, 85 Snake Eyes is one sexy beast. I, I know a lot of people don't like that visor and they prefer the Commando version. And by all means, that's totally cool because the Commando side of Snake Eyes is a very important part of him. But I love this 85 Snake Eyes. He's he's up there. He's, he's my dude. <laughs> um, but then I often play, like if I'm just messing around uh, around my desk, it's... Um, it's often that pursuit of Cobra Duke, uh, the one that looks like uh, he looks like he belongs in Predator. Uh, ah, that one has got Duke. like a, a band. Yeah, that Jungle Duke. I love that Duke. Um, I often 
play with him around the, my desk, and I've got uh, Shipwreck, and I've got my Tiger Force Shipwreck, um, my uh, figure subscription service uh, Shipwreck that I got as a birthday gift from Steve. Yeah. Uh, and Rob, and uh, and I love that toy, man. That thing's amazing. <laughs> Uh, I know people have their like issues with it, but I just dig it. It's just um, and 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 watch the space because we're gonna probably probably do a video on it sometime. And then uh, also another great figure that's at my desk right now that gets a lot of play from me is my custom Tiger Force Outback that uh, yeah. GI Joe Berg uh, diehard listener uh, Jim Godfrey made for for me. And wow, love that toy. It's a very cool toy. I I'm a bit scared of playing with it too much because I don't want all the paints and everything to rub off and right. and all that. But I dig that toy. It's it's very cool. It's very fun. But yeah, that's that's my Joe picks for today. <laughs> all right, Cobra. Then let's talk about Cobra. So, JD, who favorite Cobra figure or character and uh, vehicle? Favorite Cobra character is Zartan. Uh, yeah, I, I think that. I mentioned before, he's not really just my favorite Cobra character. I think he's actually one of my favorite villains in all of fiction. Um, and I do, I do love his original figure, but it's not, it's not on my, uh, it's on my list of childhood favorites, but not the list of current favorites because honestly, the figure is great, but I never. I never really liked the, the, the face sculpt. He was always just kind of flat looking, um, which I understand. It was for the, you know, to accommodate the mask. But um, my actual favorite Cobra figure, I want to say it's probably, and don't laugh, any of you. <laughs> All right, fuck you guys. Um, uh, fine. I'm going to throw it out there. I think it might be... <clears throat> sea slug. Um, sea slug, really? I thought you were going to go with... Um, oh, the hiss, hiss guy. No. Uh, no. Because I'm a massive fan of... Flash Gordon. Uh, the Hiss tank itself. <laughs> no, no, the, but, the, what's that Hiss driver that plays golf? Oh, Rip It. Rip um, it, yeah. <laughs> no, because Rip It is one of my favorite, he, behind Zartan and Major Blood, he is my favorite Cobra character, but not, that's only because I've made three customs of him, and there's a fourth one in progress, um, but his actual figure doesn't match the character, so. Agreed. Um, because his actual figure, the first one, was a blue repaint of the Hiss driver. His second one was a black repaint of the Hiss driver. <clears throat> and uh, I'm still waiting for Hasbro to make a version of him with the personality <clears throat> from the file card. And since that's never going to happen, that's why I keep making new customs of him. Didn't I make a, a golf bag for one of your customs? Yeah, you made the golf bag and a couple of... and. Uh, <clears throat> And a couple of golf clubs yeah, for him. Um, and that was the second version of Rip It. Because the first version, I decided, was cool, but not cool enough. Okay. And so, I made a second figure that uh, I still have. I'm still quite proud of it. Because my third custom of him 
was supposed to be sort of a movie, <laughs> sort of a movie version, but it fell so short of the magic that I captured with the second one that I'm pretty sure it got disassembled and recustomized into something else. Um, yeah, that that figure. Yeah, all right, character. Um, Behind Zartan and Major Blood because they're classics. Uh, I would have to say, rip it. But yeah, uh, no, I was going to mention when I was a kid, I really liked the Sea Slug figure, and I really liked um, the um, the um, Sea Ray. Uh, well, no, that was okay. Um, I just got but one no, of those for a good no, deal. No, between so. that and uh, um, the Shark. God damn, fuck the shark. It's the worst vehicle in the entire history of the line. In every color right, scheme. It's I'm really garbage. trying to throw you a lifeline here. I thought uh, we were talking maybe flying submarines, maybe sea slugs no. vehicle. Uh, no, 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 no. I was going to say, I really, uh, right alongside him, I actually really liked um, the, um, god damn it, the, uh, the original version of uh the cobra trooper um it's sea slug was a different character. slow clap we eventually got there <laughs> well, yeah, in, 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 congratulations man well life yeah. is a marathon not a sprint well yeah because when i well when i when i was a kid the sea slug was my was a unique character um now i can't look at it and take it seriously the original too. cobra trooper i had two of them when i was a kid and that was the only figure when I was a kid that I ever owned more than one of that wasn't a later replacement for a broken one. Because I think I got one uh, for a birthday gift and, you know, one I actually bought, like, garage seller. I had two of them and that was the closest to an army I ever had when I was a kid. So. I had to pay you for Night Vulture, too. Mm. Mm, that's a good choice. I'm a fan, but I like the Air Devil more. Fair so. enough. <laughs> All right, Cobra Vehicle, then. Go. Uh, the Air Devil have, like, a bedpan for a visor? Well, <laughs> what is it was thing? a clear bedpan, so it was at least stealthy looking. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, now, as an adult, it's the Hiss Tank. I own every modern version of the Hiss Tank they've released Except for that last one for the 50th in the orange. Because um, I haven't bought it yet. I will. I will. <laughs> um, but when I was a kid, honestly, I, I, had the, I had the maggot, and I really liked it. But it had so many parts. I remember it wasn't ever all there. The, the main vehicle was, but there were a lot of parts that were always missing off of it. But that's because I was one of those kids I also played outdoors with my toys, so... The forest ate a lot of pieces. Here, here. Trade nostalgia for your collection any day. <laughs> exactly. You can get your toys back. You can't get those memories back. Yeah, well, I pity the kids that, like, were stuck in an apartment somewhere just playing um, with their Joes in the, you know, the corner yeah, of their room. But, but I mean, yeah, I had some wacky taste because, you know, I'm still a fan of Crystal Ball because my memories of having that figure. So, but, Jay, right, what Ryan. was the attraction... To Major Blood, you say he's in your top three of Cobra characters. Oh, you know what? I never I understood just, it. I always just like the I always just like the idea of this guy who worked for Cobra, 
but didn't actually work for Cobra. Um, you know, unless they were paying him. But he, to me, looked far cooler as a military Cobra character than anybody else in the hierarchy did. Like, he just... And and for me, he was just... He was, he was an unstoppable menace. Like, even if the troops fell beside him, Major Blood was going to keep on going. Hence the robotic arm. Hence the one <laughs> eye. Um, you know, he just... Nothing was going to stop that guy. And that's the reason I still like him. Because he's sort of... He, he's the he's the all soldier. There. Sorry, JD. May I just rein in one of my boys, Paul? No, if you're going to rearrange the furniture while we podcast, no, dude, my headphones just you have died. decency to mute your microphone. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no, dude, my, my headset just died. Sorry, man. I was just like, I actually thought I was. Yo, just sort of you don't hold back, Stephen. I apologize on behalf of GI Joburg for our unruliness. It must be third world debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I blame um, poverty. <clears throat> But, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry. The our, our, we pride ourselves on the low quality of the technical quality of our show. So yeah, I always say that people aren't here for the for the polish or the sound of the show. They're here for the great conversation. Exactly. Amen. So. It's a stamp of pride. You survived this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You should get um, hazard pay for listening team. to it. But, I don't know, Brian, you've got easy answers for it. I'm, I mean, you said the Alley Viper and the Night Viper. Yeah, okay, so, so I'm going to say for, like, I'm going to quantify mine again and say for childhood, it's definitely Alley Viper and Night Viper tied for those. The The figures were great. They had a bunch of different, you know, lots of different accessories, which was one of the things I loved as a kid is having a figure that came with a whole bunch of stuff. The, the, the file card for the Alley Viper make these make these guys sound like gorillas with machine guns and i just they're just they're just beasts i just why well, uh, it drives I, me nuts none of the modern alley viper figures have ever they might have used the same colors but they never matched the mystique of the original no and that was one of my first 25th anniversary customs was to over uh, was to sculpt onto one and make my own appropriately sized alley viper I was um, saying, because then you got the 25th version. You text me, like, this figure sucks. I'm like, why? Because yeah. it's skinny? He's like, yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah, I think you sent it to me uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. Like, I got two of those box sets. I sent you the Alley Viper. I'm like, not as, not as cool as the original. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, and, of course, the Night Viper was... The file card on those guys made them sound like just you know ruthless, cold-blooded killers. But for for overall figure playability, I don't think anything can beat the Pursuit of Cobra Zartan. That one that uh, I don't think it got With the bird. Yes. Yeah. I mean mm. that. Dude, when you guys were kids, I know you guys said that you didn't. They didn't get a lot of the figures post nineteen ninety. But how much of like nineteen eighty? Like, did you guys have Alley Vipers, Night Vipers, Python Patrol, any of that? Our releases mirrored the European releases, uh, and that probably doesn't mean much. But yeah, by nineteen eighty nine, things were in full swing. Though everything was bumped a year forward. So your eighty nine line. Uh, comprised our 1990 line. So they were still available into 91. 
so yeah, we had we had Ali Viper as as early as nineteen ninety, and Did Night Viper guys... and Norgahide and the his the, the his tank too, all that stuff. Did you guys get those weird Tiger Four free paints that were released internationally? Yes, we what? did. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and, and also, sorry, um, we we didn't get the sort of the the OG thirteen green team. Instead, we cut the Action Force five point of articulation guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> so in eighty three, eighty four, that was our Joe. By like eighty seven, we got your eighty six line, but then it was compounded with other like best sellers as it were we got the cobra trooper in that line we got storm shadow version one in that line um geez, who else uh, yeah but it was primarily the 1986 line so mainframe and dialtone and sci-fi that's where most of us got our sort of first yeah. shows was out of that i mean mine was lifeline uh paul's was um sci-fi yeah man so they came. They came eventually. <laughs> I think once G.I. Joe was an established brand in the rest of the world, then did it sort of trickle down. Our uh, toy distributors started getting the stuff in. And as a result, yes, we got the European exclusives like the Tiger Force. Oh, the Tiger Force cool. 5. <laughs> pretty cool. Well, that Outback is pretty cool. The rest, I don't know. Paul can speak to that. Uh, I like the Blizzard character because he's complete, a completely new, different character. But... He was, he was a yellow snow trooper. You know what yellow snow means. So, yeah. no, that figure's not cool. But the character attached to it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they then, work up a different file code? Yeah, his, uh, yeah, his birthplace was Austria. Get this. His file name, his last name was Von Trapp. I'm like, uh-huh, somebody's a fan of the sound of music. But he <laughs> is... not entirely the most original author of file no, codes. That's but, but I just like the fact that you know, he was he was an all new character, and uh, not well, not like Tunnel Rat and Psych Out and Outback. They were the same characters. Um, Did they not have their birthplaces altered? No, that was no, common, that fact, was common practice for a lot of the yeah, action no, force no. re-releases. I want to say I think I think Outback's I think his actual birthplace is Wyoming, and I think it was on that file card too. Yeah, because he was still. <clears throat> he was still Stuart Selkirk. Um, he didn't. He didn't have a new identity. He just had the weird new hair color. But um, Hit and Run is basically the same character, except he was he was British and he had a different file name. But otherwise, his actual bio was the same. But mm-hmm. Psych Out, same. You know, he's he's basically he's Kenneth Rich and he's the psyops guy. Born in the U.S., so yeah, it was sort of a mishmash of ideas there. I think they tried to sort of pepper it, um, so you know they used a lot of the original file cards for the most part. But every once in every while, the Brits just to kind of give it a little bit of British flavor would like make a British character here and there, or an Austrian one, as you point out. My most vivid um, example is the Thunderclap driver. Uh, who in the European long release, yeah. long range, exactly. He, uh, you know, there were references to him uh, being able to drop a shell. I think it's Yankee Stadium or something. If he puts a thunderclap on the, the the pitcher's mound in such and such a stadium, he can drop it straight on whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the American references because I've got the British file card, which speaks about him being able to drop a shell um, 
into the goal mouth at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, Wembley Stadium is in is in England. That's you know, funny. so he, he yeah, the references were changed to soccer as opposed to well, I was baseball. gonna say I thought for sure you were gonna say they mentioned Manchester United. Uh, <laughs> uh, not as on there. the nose as that, but pretty close. That uh there, right there, by the way, that only soccer trivia at all that I know, and only because my late grandfather was a fan. That's it. I can't name anything else about soccer because soccer. So, um, no, I, I hear you. You guys turn. Well, I, uh, um, I was going to say my favorite vehicle for Cobra was the Moray. It's a Moray. I didn't have one when I was a kid. When I look at your eye like, like a big pizza, pizza pie. It's a Moray. It's a more <laughs> difficult to sing like in unison over a Skype line. I've realized there's always a little bit of a lag. Hey, that, so, but hey, nice try, guys. Good job. Oh, say that's a first for our podcast. So there you go. Never had a barbershop quartet as guest before. So <laughs> sweet. <laughs> JD, it's a quintet, baby. It's the, the, well, the Joburg Geekery uh, Ensemble. <laughs> yeah, but Brian and I didn't contribute to that. because oh, yeah, I did. Well, I'll sing karaoke. I shouldn't, but I will. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll was lending a voice, wasn't he? Brian, uh, did I not see yes, your little yes. icon light up? Yes. Ah, uh, uh, there we go. Uh, he's like me. He can... Yeah, he's... Uh, I mean, we got the, the, the sultry sounds of Rob and Steven's voice, and Brian and I can just, like, sneak in there. And just, yeah, we're my voice is beat. That's why I'm so hoarse. But uh, mm. that's another story. <clears throat> All right, you guys. So nice choice, Brian. Nice Thanks. choice. The moray is hard to beat. Yeah, my uh, GI Joes and my Cobra. When I was a kid, they'd fight over that. That would be like a battles. Like they'd fight over that boat on who would get to use it. Nice. <laughs> it's a popular choice for escaping Cobra Island. So the Joes always had a, you know, like, they needed a getaway boat, grab the nearest That's moray. That's did it. It said he, he escaped Cobra oh. Island on the moray. Fantastic. When he defected, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep, that much of a nerd, guys. That much of a nerd. Can't tell wait, you. Wait, did you say Missa? Yeah. Didn't he get away on uh, hydrofoil? Oh, wait, never mind. It all <laughs> oh, comes together now. Oh, sorry. Jeez, Paul, you're letting down the side, man. But I Paul, was thinking on that other JD Cobra Hydrofoil thing. Paul, we'd like you to take JD on back, in please. file cards. Yeah, best you know your shit, because yeah, it's evident that you know a thing or two, oh, sir, about, you, you about those. You have no idea. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> There's Brian text me sometimes. He'll be like, what's his file name? And I'm like, not texting back. I'm like, I know. I don't have. Some of them I have to look up, but. Not all that many. Yeah, no, I, I did mean, that on a bet with my wife one time. I was telling the, <laughs> telling her how how much JD knows about um, <laughs> stuff, and I said, okay, I'll, I can pick a GI Joe character at random. I'll text it to JD, and I'll say within two minutes he'll have me the he can give me the place of birth and the file name. She's like, no. I'm like, there's right, a few uh, exceptions, but not many. So okay, I, I sounds like uh, the challenge has been uh, has been put forth. <laughs> I'm gonna open this round with. Um, I'm keep it easy, Ricondo. Go, Daniel Leclerc, somewhere in Wisconsin. Brilliant. Anyone else who wants who wants the next swing? Jeez. Oh. Uh, um, how about the file name, and you give us the the code name? 
Oh, All right. Okay. Um, really? I'll, I'll try and easy. And this has to be off the. This has to be off the top of your head, Rob. Not. Don't cheat. Don't. Don't Google search. All right. Well, I actually prepared this earlier already. You're so kidding I, me. Yeah, I was going to do a whole okay. segment, but um, <laughs> wow, it's Rob. too late now. No, it's perfect timing. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. It. Go for it. Well, yeah, because I, I, I can't. You can't ask me because I literally, I, I literally don't know any of them. Even Scoop, I couldn't even tell you his his file name at this Michael moment. Michael Leonard, but <laughs> <laughs> now I, I say you just just find one and just start winging him at JD. <laughs> um, David Thomas. Hang on. Uh-oh. Tip of my tongue. Sounds obscure, Rob. Uh, you, you're not pulling any punches. No, you? this isn't obscure. I promise. Thomas is the founder of Wendy's? No. What? Dave Are Thomas. Sure? 385. Do you, do you want me to tell you? Is it pre-85? Um. Yeah, dude, tell me, because honestly... Wow, stunned straight is. out of the... Straight out of the I game. Told, damn it, I stumped yeah, you on the first one. I, I like I, I try to find like that Wait, is It's such a white bread name, David yeah, Thomas, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, go with it. Yeah, tell me. It is nineteen eighty seven Crazy Legs. Huh. Is, is he difficult? Is he difficult is he is he? I don't know. Oh, huh. wait a minute. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> I would have given the man gonna... another warm-up round before swinging with, <laughs> yeah, like, no, 87 yeah, no, characters. Yeah, go with it. I'm just done. Um, Mark Morgan. Morgan. He's a vehicle driver. Which one is he? Um. Well, apparently I've made this claim that JD cannot back up now, so... No, no, no. I told you there's exceptions, and that's a good one. I'm, Forgive me, but it seems Rob front? has prepped this well in advance. Is it Cold Front? It isn't Cold Front. Cold Front is Charles Donahue. But um, okay. Mark Morgan is Payload, the pilot of the Defiant. Wow. Oh, Defiant trivia. Well, we found JD's <laughs> kryptonite. Right. It's the year 1987. Well, then, then I'm curious. Stephen, do you know um, the code name of Paul Latimer? Nope. Super Not Trooper. Paul Latimer is Super Trooper. Yep. <laughs> Unless I own oh. the file card, I will not know the name. I hate but the file card. If I own the file card, Brian if I own the file card, best believe, like, I've you know, sat on the can many a time pouring over those file cards. <laughs> Brian's a good read. It's it's the right length of time too. <laughs> Who's Brian Forrest? What's that? Who's Brian? Brian Forrest. Oh, Brian Forrest. That's uh, wetsuit. wetsuit. Yeah. Mm. Stephen, how could you not get that? You own that figure. Uh, well, I own the latter version, and those file cards were absolute dog shit, so I did not pour over those. Um, okay, well, that, that's one. my exception. Oh, <laughs> his, do you know what his, his uh, quote is? Because in the 90s, they gave him these awful, awful quotes. Uh, his was, with all due respect, sir, nobody told me not to blow it up. <laughs> oh, what a dumbass. Full bag. 
going to take this ultra hardcore Navy SEAL and make him sound like some kind of like Bazooka. appetite for destruction. Fucking, oh no, it was. Yeah. Ah, you Somebody know what? He was smoking a lot of drugs in the 90s. Hey, the Hasbro I, I, execs. I, I have a slight defense for the crazy legs thing because I just checked and honest to God, in my head, the David part didn't even enter into it. His middle initial is O, but in my head, I always see him as O Thomas, like O apostrophe Thomas. I don't know why. Almost like it was. It <laughs> like was, he's Irish or so, something. Yeah, that's why. That, that completely screwed me up. The other guy was just an epic fail on my part, so. <laughs> Let it go, Jamie. Let know. it go. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I know what drinking everything. game we can play <laughs> when, when, we get, when, when we see you guys one day. We're gonna play the Arc JD, and every time he gets it wrong, no, every time he gets it right, we have to drink. Oh. So it really. Every time he gets it wrong, he has to drink all of our shots. Yeah, this is. Yeah, very oh, there yeah, you go. Sounds... <laughs> I'm looking forward to it already. I'm gonna die. But I've We're derailed talking. this. Um, Steven, what's your derail. favorite Cobra oh. Cobra figure and? Well, since our um, most recent discussion of it as, as sort of a definitive sculpt discussion, oh man, I have a, the hugest hankering to play with a vintage Battle Android Trooper. They're just so sweet. Um, and unfortunately, because I'm currently away from home, uh, on tour, as it were, I am unable to access mm, your... Vintage Battle Android Trooper because I don't actually own one. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm high and dry, and I'd really love to to play with that vehicle. Easy, uh, the Cobra Bug. Uh, it was yeah. Christmas of 1992. Ah, I could not sleep that night. I I knew what was waiting for me under the tree, <laughs> and I think I woke up. I woke up at three in the morning, and went straight for it. And what a little brat I was! I opened it. And got started on assembling it in the dark, covertly, because I knew that mom would not be pleased. Eventually, I was discovered. Like, and the bug, I mean, come on. If you can think back to if you've ever had the joy of assembling a vintage bug. Oh, yes. I'm saying vintage. There is only one bug. Um, it's a pretty confusing vehicle I was going to say. You mean, you mean, so I thought back was the front. The front was the back. I mean, I was like, what is this vehicle? What is going well, on here? It, it pretty much had about 400 pieces that went to it, too, most of which I sure. lost. But, God, I love the hell out of that vehicle. Yeah, anyway, my mother woke up, uh, sent me back to bed with this half-complete bug, and I obviously <laughs> still couldn't sleep. You know, I had this philosophy, because we, were only, we weren't allowed to open anything on Christmas Eve. It had to be Christmas Day. It's like, if I've gone to bed and I've gotten out of bed, it must be Christmas Day. So, mm-hmm. it's fair game. Anyway, that's... Uh, that logic did not fly with mommy dear, so I was sent back to bed and woke up eventually, uh, got up, and resumed <laughs> the construction of my bug. To hell with any other gifts. This thing had my full attention. Everyone was like, don't you want to play with something else? I open something else? You've got all these other presents under the tree waiting for you, Stephen. Have at it. I was like, no way. This thing, I have been fantasized ever since I first locked That's eyes funny. on the catalog. So, yeah, Cobra Bug, beautiful. And many a naval adventure was had with that thing. I had no fear of immersing it in tidal pools. So any 
beach holidays. Subsequent to that, it was my number one vehicle. Yeah, beautiful. I, I got I one going of those, to the reasons, uh, but I don't want to take up too much of your time, gentlemen, since we've got other guys to get views from. Uh, that means me. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Good luck with that. Uh, I think I stole your thunder. <laughs> yeah, fucker. I know. I knew it. Uh, I, when you said it, I was like, ah. Oh. But it, it it's the same for me. I have a steaming love affair with the Cobra Bug. I love that toy. It's uh, it's got to be my favorite Cobra vehicle. I think it's um, I, I think my hierarchy of Cobra vehicle lo- uh, love goes like this. It's the Cobra Bug, the Night Raven. Uh, I'd say just under the Night Raven is. The Cobra flight pod at the moment, at the moment, and then the Condor. Uh, so th- those are my like loves uh, at the moment. But Cobra Bug all the way. That is such a cool toy. Once again, uh, I also got it at a, on a special occasion. I got it for a birthday, uh, as a birthday gift. My dad had wrapped it up in newspaper, <laughs> um, and it was waiting in my. Well, I got home from school. It was a really cool overcast day, and there was my this big box. Uh, then I just knew instantly it was the Cobra Bug. It, it just it destroyed me. And I, I promptly assembled it. And then my dad had to get back to work at the police station. So I brought it with me. And I was bombing it down hills and things there uh, at the police station before a lot of the other stuff was uh, built up. A lot of the other buildings were built up. So that was, that was that's a good memory. Wow. As for Cobra uh, figure, uh, yeah, it's difficult because I really love a lot of Cobra figures. Uh, I have phases of uh, ones that I love so I think right now oh geez <laughs> I gotta I, I, I gotta think but I've been getting a lot of fun out of uh, well I've been enjoying the sideshow stuff quite a bit again but uh, geez wow which cover figure do I really like at the moment I don't want to say the bat because we just discussed the bat and it's fresh in my mind and it is a favorite but it's not the absolute favorite Oh, jeez, Paul, stop being a retard. Oh, I suppose, uh, the new modern era Destro. I've actually been enjoying that figure quite a bit lately. Uh, the 50th version? Or the... Yeah, the, yeah. the 50th version. Yeah, that, that, that big is one badass figure. I haven't even it totally seen it. totally is. Yeah, you haven't even? No. None of the 50th <laughs> anniversary stuff came out where I'm at. Yeah, no, I had to uh, go out of my way and, and order it from Big Bad Toy Store. And then on top of that, I still got, like, one of those... I, I, I think... I, I don't know if it's, if it's just how it is, but I got a defect because his upper arm is actually the wrong way around. Oh. Like, I've got two left arms on him. Yes. So one arm's got the correct bicep fa- facing forward and the other one doesn't, and you can't really configure it. You can't really swing it around. I mean, you can, but it looks like his right arm is, like, really out there. Like, he should be carrying a helmet or something. Uh, it's a bit irritating, uh, but... Nevertheless, that's the figure I've been having a lot of fun with lately, uh, Cobra-wise. But uh, ask me, you know, tomorrow it'll be a different thing because I I really do get a lot of mileage out of my cobras, uh, out of my cobras. So I do like tomorrow it could be a target, <laughs> probably will be a target because I've been trans atmospheric rapid global assault trooper, coolest acronym ever. Totally, I saw a yeah. custom of the, one of those recently on Facebook that was just absolutely beautiful. Dude, they are cool toys. It's, it's a cool design. Um, another one that I'm sort of looking on eBay for one at the moment that's complete and I'm having quite a bit of trouble with it is a uh, Crocmaster. 
vintage uh, version one Crocmaster, and he's also great. I've just they're hard I like to get toy. complete. It's that it's that air hose that he had. Yeah. They're 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 hard to come by. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I could try and scratch build one myself, but I would like its original pieces. So. Um. Uh. Yeah, you could probably get reproductions of it if you just wanted one for the sake of completing your figure. But Crocmaster, he he's a cool character. Not one that I had full appreciation for when I was a kid. Now I see it more and. Yeah, he's a he's a scary dude. Yeah, he's a very scary dude. Speaking yeah, about targets, uh, gents, maybe you could uh, break a tie between Paul and I about the suitability of using targets to assault the defiant. Oh, I think that's completely plausible. Well, mm-hmm. yes, they're 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 sure, kind sure. of they're kind of uh, well. I mean, they're kamikaze guys. I mean, really, if you, if they if they're fast enough from far enough away, even without gravity in space, they're still going to, if they don't puncture the hull, they're going to put a giant dent in it. And then, and then they're going to blast their way the rest of the way through. Honestly, I think the defiant, uh, and the crusader shuttle, I think the targets easily could have been the biggest threat to them much more so than the astro vipers. Perhaps I'm not explaining myself correctly. Aren't targets designed as infantry troopers, which just have a colorful uh, insertion method? I mean, they're, they're designed to drop from low orbits, sure. Sure, but you can figure but that they've got they some not, zero g Are they designed to, to combat, to combat in outer space as well? Yeah, I think well, you've, got to, you've got to assume they've got some sort of zero-g combat training. Well, yeah, because, again... They're an atmospheric rapid global assault. I mean, they're easily up or down. I mean, well, because for one, they're going to fly up through the atmosphere and they're going to be in space anyways. I mean, to me, those always look like Cobra-ized versions of the NASA spacesuits. I mean, uh, they, oh, so yeah. J.D., you, is, you, you presume that they actually take off from the ground, go up, and then absolutely. drop down. Oh, I always thought they deployed from some kind of Cobra high altitude. Yeah, uh, I just always or... assume they they take off. Um, I mean, maybe maybe if they were, um, you know, may, I mean, maybe if they were from the Dominator. But yeah, I just always assume that they were equipped to go up or down, and they were wow. really fast either way. See, I always assume and, they because in the comic books, Cobra had a, had their own space shuttle, so I assume they were deployed from that. Hmm. Um, but that theory of yours, JD, is blowing my mind, man. Like, I never assumed that they were sort of escape velocity capable. So these that, guys. That's, I, well, I think that's why I was some, and I think that's why I've always been a fan of them because I love that idea. Yeah, no, I haven't um, I mean, either. They're, uh, just going to throw this out here. There's a complete Croc Master on eBay right now for 25 bucks. Oh, cool. Uh, Buy it quick, Paul. Yeah, complete. Um, sweet, that's actually good. I wonder if he ships to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I recently got a, um, with the help of Steve, I recently got a uh, Tiger Force, uh, Euro Tiger Force uh, psych out, which has made me very happy. Um, when I say with the help of Steve, uh, he... Uh, yeah, dude, don't mention it, it's really... Yeah. <laughs> well, 
I was gonna say the eBay, even if they don't ship to you, you can always have it shipped to one of us. We can yeah, send totally. it on to you. Um, Dude, I have no we problem might doing take that. you up on that. Yeah, South <laughs> Africa's um, not on the. I, I'm not seeing it on their list, but yeah, if you, if you, um, I've got no problem doing that because I got a a buddy in England and a buddy in France that I send stuff to all the time. So yeah, uh, if you decide to get it, just hit us up with, for an address and. Just have it sent here. Groovy. Okay, cool. Uh, let me let me mull on that for a bit, and then I'll I'll let you know. Thanks, man. Uh, let me. I'm, I'm finding it on my iPad. Let me see if I get it. And who's needing it now? Me. That'd be Paul. <laughs> Paul. Paul's That'd needing. Be Paul. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, right. Ryan. Let me see if I can. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can send you the link here. Thanks, dude. I love being a GI Joe fan. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. All right, Otherwise, so um, continuing. Yes, Rob, have you thrown out your Cobra vehicle? For some reason, I I don't remember hearing your voice on it, man. No, no, you haven't. Um, so, well, first, my favorite character or figure currently would also be the original Bat. Um, I mean, I own two two of them, um, which is pretty awesome, and I don't think either of them are broken, which is pretty good too. <laughs> um, so that would be the figure mm-hmm. and probably one of my personal favorite vehicles is the Cobra Rage from 1990 oh, oh yeah uh, good yeah that vehicle. I love that thing that was awesome because yeah, it, I, it, it has the little play feature with the, where the cannon comes up and like the killer whale it can kind of drop mines behind it I love oh yeah awesome. the mine laying feature I was a huge fan Oddly enough, as many vehicles as I lost the pieces of, I always had the mines. I think it's because, yeah, the vehicle was always active. And so I made sure, I made sure, well, of course, I was a little older at the time, too. But, um, yeah, I, I've always been a fan of that. And Yeah, the, I just the like cannon, the low profile of it as well. I love and it. The cannon is brilliant. And the hatches that, that held the drivers in, ah, that, yeah, I'm a big fan. I um in with the modern era when they re-released the Rage as the whatever the hell it is I can't even remember Fury Fury the Fury thank you the other uh-huh. Angry Bird um I've always seen it as sort of my Ali Viper deployment vehicle <laughs> yeah. um, sure I've always seen it like as my Ali Viper vehicle so uh, I own quite a few modern era uh, Ali Vipers it's probably one of the uh, few uh, Joe figures that I've actually did a troop build of. Um, I think I've got about easy six or seven of them. And they pretty much all ride that bad boy. I mean, they, they go into battle on, on that on the, on the Fury or on the Rage. Uh, I just I don't know why. I've just associated it with the Alley Viper. It's just the Alley Viper mobile. No, I've done well, the same. Done the in same 1997, the, the Rage repaint did come with uh, that, that urban looking alley viper so that may have had something to do with it at least in oh. my mind but quite possibly no it's just i just it just seems like a good fit sorry rob i didn't mean to rain on your parade bro no 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 i, I, was, I was just explaining how awesome it is the low profile and definitely it's a it's an urban assault vehicle so of course the alley, alley vipers would pair up with it quite well hasbro understood that and so did you so huh that's pretty cool. Even I understood it, hey? I mean... <laughs> no, it's more like... You can understand it. More like, even 
Hasbro understood. Even they paid that much attention. <laughs> All right, Paul, I sent you a link to the auction there. I see so. Thanks, man. And this is a winner. Yes. I'll and it's uh, or best offer, so make the guy an offer, you know? Mm. I'm going to. And I just need a note. Uh, I'll let you know after the show when we when we've closed up, then we can talk. <laughs> sure, no no problem. Paul is a soft target when it comes to uh, pointing him in the direction of eBay auctions. Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've, I've I've become kind of hardy these days in what I purchase and what I kind of pass by. Lately, uh, I've just been buying Transformers off eBay. So you know, uh, what era? Gets most of your attention, Jay. Oh, it's all the modern stuff. I, the characters from G One are memorable, but I, I look at all the figures. I'm like, they're all bricks. They're all hunks of plastic. They're ugly. They don't move, and they're, I. The designs are classic, which is why they make great translations in the modern figures that are actually articulated. I look at all the G One stuff, aside of a few exceptions, like. Uh, like Soundwave and Optimus Prime, and I just think, man, those are, they're just ugly figures. Um, mostly the Titans Return stuff, but uh, the Combiner War stuff, and then even as far back as like the Armada stuff, I I have no, I have no compunction about buying the stuff and building my own, but like completely my own Transformers universe, so I don't know, it's whichever figures kind of strike my fancy, but I've been pretty active with the Titans Return stuff. Um, but, yeah, I go... Nice. Yeah, in fact, I got the Jazz figure the other day, because Jazz is my favorite Autobot, and I needed one, so I went... It's a repaint of one that came out in, like, 2010, so... That, um, I, I'm, I'm quite a big fan of that uh, Hot Rod that's just come out now for the uh, uh, Titans Returns. Uh, I saw the story yesterday, finally, and I was going to buy it when I saw it, but honest to God, they had like six of them. I'm like, all right, I can go back. I can go back in the week and get it, because even if a couple of them sell, they're not going to, because they had the whole rest of the wave, and they had them in good numbers, so uh, I'm going to go back for it. Um, Yeah, man, do it. But the, uh, yeah, all right, who hasn't gone yet? And Rob's last week, I guess. I think we're definitely all gone. Yeah, no, I think we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, But as to Transformers, I think probably some of, at least probably one of my favorite ones, is the Cyberjets from 1995, Generation 2. Small, well-articulated jets. Um, I've got a weakness for for the G2 era stuff. Again, not the stuff that was repainted the G1 stuff, but but that I liked I liked the wacky new color schemes. I liked the way some of the characters were reimagined. Um, even though I didn't have a lot of it when I was a kid. Same as when I was a kid, I didn't have a lot of the G1 stuff because I had way more Joes than I ever had. You had Transformers, but I had a few. But looking back, I like I like the spirit of the line for G2, uh, even though it was kind of short-lived. Um, and, yeah, those are cool. Those are super cool. I have a... Um, my my favorite, one we, of my all-time sorry, favorite toys is I it saved up the money and got a third-party uh, Combaticon set. And the, the Bruticus, when you put it together, it's almost two feet tall. 
Yeah. It's just phenomenal. It's it's one of the coolest toys I own, and I am a huge Combaticon fan, except for the the Combiner Wars one that came out because it was just all repaints of existing figures. Yeah, and then Brian's not all Gavin. of them worked out. Like Brian's Blastorf. got an anti repaint bias, so yeah. Blastoff is a Harrier. I'm sorry. What? Are you kidding me? And right. no. no. Those repaints don't work for me, particularly like once you get into the third iteration of the same sculpt. Yeah. It's like, okay, that kind of worked as a protector bot, but no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not buying it as a Combaticon. I'm fine But with it. good for you for um, flying the flag for third party. Once once you go down that path, man, like, oh, jeez, oh, Pandora's box. That stuff is amazing. I'm, the I'm actually... that is being done by third party Transformer producers incredible yeah i've got well, a, you know, a devastator and uh an aerial bot set third party mm, and they're just they're phenomenal and i've got a stunt to concept but i've never put it together because it is so complex. also massive huh i mean are these substantial toys yeah the the devastator's probably a foot and a half t- well probably just a little over a foot tall and Damn. uh it's the tfc one mm, okay. uh, oh yeah Gorgeous. The, the aerial bot. What are we doing? We're talking PC. Transformers on uh, a G.I. Joe episode? Fuck. Hey, you're We've on never a show done this. general geekery. We like all kinds of stuff. But G.I. Uh, Joe has never done this before. We're, uh, we're, we're going on... You know, okay, but you guys had a Rogue One... Out. You guys had a Rogue One special <laughs> mission episode, so there you go. And I'm just going to yeah. throw a wrench in it completely and say my um, wife just brought me the new Marvel Universe Iron Man figure home from Target, so... Oh, cool, nice. man. <laughs> we like your wife. Yes, so do I. <laughs> what well, armor is that? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen images of it, so what's... It's kind of new new looking? Uh, yeah, Gordon? it's the one on... Based off the whatever armor he's using in the current comic books right now. Yeah, it's like the Mark 745. Pretty much. <laughs> um, is is the, 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 the centerpiece circular or triangular? Ooh, it's it's more like a like a, a diamond. Yeah, it's a yeah. One, two, okay. three, four, five. But yeah. it's, it's, it's the version of his armor that he's passed on to Iron Heart. Yes. In the comic oh. books currently. Rewritten. I didn't even know they yeah. made that figure. Um, yeah, just they just 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 came out. Uh, you can see pictures of them. At, uh, they had them at Toy Fair. Are they new? Uh, yeah. That's funny. I just saw I just saw that wave at Target. They had like the. They had uh, the X-23 in the Wolverine costume and yes. Maestro and Iron Man and something Old else. Man, I didn't realize. Well. Yeah, there's realize a UK Spider-Man, a Moon Knight, uh, Lady Deadpool, um, Maestro, oh, like you were saying. And that one wasn't there. I would have gotten that yeah, for you. my woman because she is Lady Deadpool fan. I mean, we're both Deadpool fans. She loves Lady Deadpool. It I didn't realize the, that was part of that wave. It wasn't there. It, was, so, it comes with school pools, well. And her were gone. So I guess what I saw was actually the remnants. I didn't realize that they were new, though. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get the Maestro tomorrow because I want one for a custom. Um, <laughs> I looked at it and I said, oh, I just want the head from that. I'll buy a cast. Um, yeah, you can have the head because I don't want the head from it. Um, oh, good. I'll take the head because the rest of it is just Thanos and, is and it? Hulk or something. I thought it was so. a new sculpt. 
Oh, shit. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's close enough to looking like a repaint. I don't know. They're $14 each, so no. Holy shit, really? Um, yeah, cool. dude, they're like $13. I'm like, for, for a few bucks more, you can get the Marvel Legends one. You know, like the six-inch figure. But yeah, no, that's yeah but it wouldn't good. be able to play nicely with your Joes. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> may, maybe. I'm a slave like, to scale, baby. I was say, maybe if it's like fucking Goliath and David. There you go. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the well, only thing that I, I have that's not in scale with kid, my Joes man. is my Big Iron Man time. collection. So integrating larger figures with my Joes, that just oh, well, see the crap out of me. See, you guys mentioned like the third-party Transformer. I don't have any of them, mostly because of the the prices. But like the new third-party, I mean, if I was going to get into it, it'd be stuff from a few years ago because. I know that the Masterpiece line is all the rage right now. And that's kind of how the third-party companies are doing it. <laughs> Most of the characters coming out are either Masterpiece scale or yeah. comparable. And I don't do the Masterpiece stuff at all because for the price of one Masterpiece figure, I can usually get three or four of the deluxe figures. And I just... But beyond that, like the scale themselves, they're too, they're too damn big. I have no place to display those. Like the, really the Voyager scale stuff, that's about as, I do have, I do have the leader class Jetfire that they put out, but, and at some point I'm going to get one of the, we get the leader class Megatron that's coming from the new movie, but otherwise I don't. I don't buy the huge stuff. So the the, the third-party stuff that's coming out right now, <clears throat> it's all very cool. But, yeah, it's made to go hand-in-hand hand with the with Hasbro's MP line. And I just, you know, they're, they're more than, than I need for my collection. So even if I had the money, I still wouldn't be interested. But, I mean, they are, they are super impressive because they put the Carnifex figure out, which is Overlord, and... Holy God, that figure of badass. Um, but I, I actually looked. I'm like, well, Overlord's supposed to be a big bastard. Oh, yeah, I don't have 180 bucks, so no. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. We're, Let's uh, talk about GI Joe's. <laughs> um, JD, what is off to the vamp? Your favorite use of that mold? Um, the, the Python stinger that the, um, oh, the collector's club did for the 2011 Joe convention said, um, it came with a Python motor Viper, which is a figure that they had a Python stone when I was a kid. Always bugged me. They didn't have a Python motor Viper. So they did that, but yeah, they reused the 25th vamp mold and they put it in the Python patrol colors and I was in love. Um, I was, uh, it's 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 beautiful. I mean, it's really. But then, when I was a kid, I liked the Vamp Mark too. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's good stuff. Um, I like the Fun School repaint too. That was in the in the police colors for the Super Cop set. Do you own that? I used to. I don't anymore. But I used to. Um, I uh, I never had the red race car version. Um, wanted it, but it was rare and expensive. But. 
But yeah, I had the Super Cop map for a while, but like a lot of other things, when you move around too much, sometimes you just got to get rid of stuff. So eh, mm. I had to go, and it was a little bit flimsy too, you know, a little bit brittle. So I'm going to say I think the roll cage probably broke on it anyways. But yeah, the vamp, hey, he, it's had a lot of cool reuses over the years. And I was going to say about it, Fun School, the, the plastic quality, I was going to ask you if, if it differed. Because I've got a Fun School Imp, Cobra Imp, and it seems comparable. It's it's just as tough as the... They are. The for the most part, they are. Uh, if you got flimsy pieces on the American releases, they're probably going to be a little flimsy on the yeah. or, or a little brittle on the Fun School versions. But the vehicles, most of them, they're very comparable. They, they might have... They might have a couple figure, you know. They might have a couple here or there that have weak spots, but they're they're pretty close. I mean, they're they're built better than the Joe vehicles they put out for the was the two thousand one GI Joe versus Cobra line where they had like the Dominator was all loose and kind of subpar, and the Brawler was the same way. The the fun school stuff it's built better than that. Um, but uh, I know because I had a Razorback and the colors were ridiculous, but I never had the original <laughs> Razorback. So I was happy to have that one because it was built the same way. It, it, it was up to about the same standards. Did you paint um, it? Uh, no, no, no. I, I just really? I left it as it was, um, <laughs> uh, including the random mainframe figure that came with it, because why not? <laughs> um, um, what, did they recast it as a G.I. Joe vehicle? No, no, it's just... The fun school vehicles tended to come with randomly packed figures. Um, like, they didn't have dedicated drivers. And the one that I bought, yeah, it just happened to have mainframe with it. Um, my friend got one and had Dodger with it. So, you know, it happens. Um, That's weird. Randomly fit packaged figures. I mean, it's not even like they had a... No, no, they were just... Frame and, and they them. tended to be figures that were already carded and they just put them in poly bags and threw them in the vehicles. So huh, um, crazy. Yeah, it was, that's one way of getting rid of your back stock. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. It was, because that just weren't moving. Yeah. The heck of a way to do it. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say, I don't think any of their vehicles actually had like advertised drivers on the boxes. No, I, <laughs> I think they all included just whatever the hell. I mean, I think super cop and, and the, the set had, this, the the blue vamp, the blue uh, bang, and there was one of the motorcycles. I don't know if it was the Ram or the Silver Mirage. It was one or the other, I think. And then it had the blue Devilfish, um, and Super Cop was basically I don't know supposed to drive them all at once, or whenever he got sick of one, he'd switch to the other. I don't know. That's the closest they got. Everything else, yeah, it was just they just chuck a figure in the box and. Uh, my my friend had the fun school Sky Striker. He got a Toxel Viper with it. He's like, well, it's kind of like the piloting suit. I'm like, hey, if 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 that explanation worked for you, all right, all good. It didn't include the helmet, but you know, whatever. Um, well, the helmet. I was about to say, if it's a flight suit, it's got the worst visibility known to man. I mean, the Toxel Viper helmet is ridiculous. Yeah, I a always liked slit it. of yellow. I I always liked the the uh, the the version they did for the Eco Warriors a lot more. At least they were cool and slick and badass looking. The original guy just looked I don't know. He was all 
Yeah, it was doofy. It, it's not a classic. He's looking either. like he's wearing a hazmat suit, but cobrified. Yeah, it's not. The, when you're working with that, those kind Viper. of design imperatives. <laughs> yeah, the original Toxic Viper in no way qualifies as a classic. It, it it's a it, it is a figure from a classic year, but not uh, not a good figure. It was. One I, of the I like it. I'm, I'm a fan, I but I can't say it's a good figure. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I'm a big fan of a lot of figures that I would never call actually good, so. Yeah, um, okay, so we, we understand each other on that point. But not the Tiger Force, mercifully. That's now, Cole's flag to fly. I was say, all those. I, I really, when I was a kid, I liked Duke. Um, but, um, and as an adult, I actually really liked that Flint figure. I, I I don't really like the rest of them. They look like they threw up all over themselves, and I, <laughs> I can't I can't get behind it. The vehicles are fucking ridiculous, and I know I that they're realistic the and they're based on real world vehicles that that were made like that. But when yeah, I was a I, kid, I didn't understand that, and they were just stupid looking. Um, I just I'm sorry. What based on real world vehicles that were made to look like that? Yes. Yeah, look, uh, I mean. uh, don't ask me the source because I saw it years ago, but some. But but there's a military force somewhere in the world that actually had planes that were painted like that. Um, yes, I don't I buy that. But I terrestrial vehicles, forget about it. For yeah, planes, I, it's just a flashy. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you're right. For the decker. planes, it's good. But you know what? Even when I was a kid, I'm like the tiger cat. It's clearly a snow cat, and 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 <laughs> frostbite still dressed for the snow. Um, um, so why is he, he um, yeah, I, 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 I never understood that, um, Skeetos on the dunes, um, <laughs> that's how I justify, uh, Tiger Force Blizzard, uh, as, as like a dune boarding or dune skiing, <laughs> dude, um, he's still bright yellow though, so he doesn't really fit in the desert or the pee-pee snow, but, yeah, <laughs> Uh, uh, I kind of love. I think the thing about Tiger Force that I love so much is the the sort of audacity of it. You know, the like I don't I, I don't like to go past the vintage line, so to speak, in in terms of the Tiger Force designs. I love everything that came out. Uh, well, not love everything, but I enjoy a lot of the Tiger Force that came out during the original Joe run. You know, so I even, did. Like I had the the I had the um the Dragonfly repaint. And I liked yeah. it because I didn't have a dragonfly anymore. I mean, it was ugly, but I just, you know, for me, in my head, it was a dragonfly. Um, yeah. But now I'm just like, ugh. But, hey, you love it because of the audacity, and yeah. and, and, and I admire that. So, um, <laughs> Well, that's the thing, talking, you know. So, I mean, I've got, got a tattoo of the G.I. Joe Eco Warriors around my arm, so I'm all about some geek flag flying shit, so. Go you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, on the same on the same topic of of crazy color schemes, because you mentioned earlier, uh, uh, you mentioned earlier that you're quite a big fan of the his tanks and then the subsequent repaints. Um, right now, I mean, and it doesn't have to be your all time, but right now, which is the one that you like the most? Like, what is your favorite his repaint? And it's not limited to a his version one. It can be the his V4 if you want, or V5 or whatever. For, uh, hopefully not the V4, but that's just my opinion. No, <laughs> fuck no. Um, 
No, it's uh, it's the one that came out in 2005 in the direct consumer line with the uh, with the missiles and and the the troop capacity in the back. Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's I my favorite version of, of the his tank. Um, and then I'm also a big fan of the the movie uh, his tank that got repainted as Shockwave with the with the Shockwave cannon for that crossover. Yep. All uh, right. Cool. Set. Okay, no, that's cool to hear. Like, uh, I love the V5. I think it's a very cool vehicle, uh, personally. Um, because I, I also quite enjoy the His tanks. I would love to get an Arctic His tank one day. Um, I, I mean, I've seen tons of them. I just have to bite the bullets. On I it. have uh, one. I, just... I overpaid for it, but I, I, I said, even then, I'm like, His tank, worth it. Um, yeah. Because it's a His tank. Um, I, 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 and, um... Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it, well, it, it is worth it because they did add some extra accoutrement to it. So it is worth yeah. it. It is worth a buy. That's uh, why I think it because it's got like the bedrolls and, and, and all that. I think it's a bedroll. I don't know. But like it just looks interesting, you know, so um, it, it, it's not just a repaint. It's like it's almost like a repaint with some extra stuff to it. Which well, and it, it wasn't it a mis- didn't it have it, missiles? It had the missile rack from the stinger, too. Yeah. So it wasn't. Yeah. So it wasn't, uh, you know, it didn't have the cannon. So I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I mean, um, and then the the figure was, uh, it was a snowtrooper body, but it had the Hiss tank head. So they actually, actually went to the trouble of making a cold weather Hiss driver. Um, it wasn't just a white repaint of the Hiss driver because, you know what, it's Hasbro. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, so, that yeah, surprised exactly. me that they actually did that instead of just repainting. And I would have been happy with that. I wanted it. His driver repaint like that, but no, I, I I gotta say I'm I'm happy that they went that extra mile um, to try and give him Arctic gear. But then uh, they had also just done I think when that came out they had also released that winter operation set that I got, uh, which is full of uh, you know sort of repaint Lollapalooza. Oh, I never had one of those. Uh, I have a televiper from the set because Brian repainted it and and. Uh, and he did like the like the Arctic dry brushing on it, so it looks like it's covered in snow. I have one of those, but I never actually got that set. So, yeah, I I didn't either. I missed on it, I, and I don't know what stopped me from getting it because uh, when I got a vintage Televiper the other day, I, I I'd come to that realization that oh wow, I don't own a Televiper in any other form. So it was it was, uh, and then I because I actually thought I had the Arctic set. Yes, this happens. <laughs> oh, it happens all the time. I can't yes. tell you how many times I buy shit off eBay. I'm like, oh shit, I already had that. Fuck, fuck. But hey, it's it says a lot. It says that you still like it, that you're still a fan. <laughs> yep. You like you you. It's so nice. You bought it twice. <laughs> He's rolling <laughs> yeah. his eyes in disapproval because he hates that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I know absolutely every single toy that I own. As of right now, come on. Well, I admire your photographic memory because I have a photographic memory, but I have no memory card. So, <laughs> so it's just one shot and then it's got to make room for something else new. Yeah, exactly. Well, like Brian always said, ooh, wind. That's pretty much me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 uh, ADD Goldfish. is just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Ah, yeah. That works. That works. Yeah. So, 
didn't see this rock before. Who <laughs> <laughs> put that there? <laughs> Let me fit um, on it and take it home. <laughs> see, and I, I can say that about my Iron Man collection. I can tell you, I know which Iron Man figures I have. Yeah, but that's a slippery slope because, you know, they look so different. Mm. So you have to really take the time to, to know it. I mean, mm. I've got a friend who, who used to collect all of the Hot Toys Iron Man figures. Oh. And he would tell me he got the Mark Four and the Mark Six, and he would send me a picture of them. And I'm looking at them going, okay... Okay, like I kind of felt like, you know, like your wives or your girlfriends, the way they feel when you show them something, you're like, hey, check, I finally got this like crimson his tank. And they're like, okay, you know, like I felt like that because I was looking at these going, it looks like the other Iron Man. Well, yeah. my, <laughs> my, my favorite is the line, well, you have that. I'm like, but now it's red, but you have that. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. But I don't have a yes, red one. Yes. Well, Brian's. We call him the Iron Whore because Iron Man's his favorite character. He'll buy anything that says Iron Man on the package, and he does know what he's got, and and he's got a couple of the hot toys, and I know he drools over the rest of them, but come on, that man's Well, yeah, and the, the, it's easy for me to say which Hasbro Iron Man figures do you have because I can say all of them. <laughs> wow. That's how oh, I that's, keep track of it. Good answer. I would say, I think he's missing a couple of the Toy Biz ones from the 90s, but I think he's got all the rest of them. No, I, I all the Iron Man figure, all the Toy Biz ones, I have, iron, specific Iron Man and um, Armored Iron and Armored Villains, I have those carded. Oh. I don't have the, right. like, the ancillary characters. You know, there was a, a, a Black Knight and there was a Spider Woman. Um, oh, and the Celery oh, Face. Who's uh, throws the the celery-faced Mandarin. Yes, I don't have those, but I don't have the complete <laughs> line, but I have all the Iron Man figures themselves. Well, too bad you're a mint in package collector because I'm pretty sure Rob isn't going to miss his Spider-Woman <laughs> from the 90s TV show line. Hilarious. Yeah, that Spider-Woman. the Iron Man figures. Well, most and of my Iron, Iron Man figures Iron Man are figure, loose. Thankfully, it's brilliant. Those armor wars where you could take the armor off and they're a die cost. Yeah, yeah, those, the thing, things, they those looked cool. awesome uh, they in were the, on the card, but when you get them yeah. out, yeah. sorry, it wasn't metal; it was plastic. Yeah, David still got uh, War Machine and Iron Man from that. I mean, I remember him buying them. I was like, oh, cool. Anyway, Brian, <laughs> is that the Spider Woman that you're missing, buddy? Uh, no, I, I just oh, went after the Iron Man figures themselves. No, he's saying that he doesn't get the ancillary figures. Yes. For I know, example, Spider Woman. I was, I was gonna help a guy out because. I'm trying know. to help a guy out by misunderstanding what he was saying. No, I appreciate that, but no. I, and most of my Iron Man collection is loose, so. Oh. Well, I was going to ask, uh, with you guys, like, are, are you guys, I mean, I know you've got an Iron Man collection that is mint and packaged, but do you prefer um, having them loose uh, so that you can play with them and pose them and stack them up and, and all I that? I own or? nothing in the box. And if it is in the box, it's because I haven't gotten around to opening it yet. Um, but yeah. I own nothing in the box, and I see no point in it. The cause... only stuff that I have carded is, like, really rare Iron Man stuff. Um, some of my favorite Star Wars characters. Um, and, like, the G.I. Joe Collectors Club and San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. 
the right, figures okay. themselves, those are still on the cards. I opened all of the like Transformer crossover sets, but it, as far as like my Iron Man collection, you know, I, I have a couple of the rare Toy Biz Marvel Legends figures still on the card because okay, cool. they were expensive for me to get. I'm like, I'm not taking this off the card because it was, you know, one of my holy grails, like the stealth Iron Man. Well, I was saying, your grails, you can't open that stuff up. I mean, you got to keep it, you know, as, as a, you know, I mean, if you look that hard for something that's that rare, all right, you know what, I, I do see the appeal of having that in the package. Yeah, like but. my, like the, um, the Iron Man 2 set that did not get released with the unmasked, uh, War Machine and, and Iron Man and the, uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I, I have one of those. They they hit like uh, dollar stores in England for some reason, and one of my buddies on Facebook got one for me and sent it to me. So, ah, cool. But they never were available in the United States. Yeah, that um, I see. That's quite a lot. I mean, I was I was very fortunate, for example, to get my hands on on a on a Minton box uh, Phantom X nineteen, oh, uh, which is actually the one that's in that video in the Condor video. Um, which I opened. I mean, I was like, fuck it, I'm opening it. And, uh, and I've got a Mumba that was, com- uh, complete in, in box. I don't know if it was, I'd say it was mint because I mean, I tore open the packaging, but I think the box had been opened to, to verify the contents. Yeah. I opened that. <clears throat> I've got a radar rat that I kind of refuse to open right now because, uh, like I was telling Steve, uh, the other Those day. Those things are worth tons of money. They were so much. They're like the most valuable G.I. Joe vehicle ever. No, but it's just that after that, I don't think I'll ever really be able to get my hands on another Minton Box vintage Joe vehicle to open. And like, <clears throat> I enjoy opening them, you know. I enjoy the liberating oh, yeah. of the, the toy, of the, the plastic liberation. But <clears throat> I just, I don't know why. I can't bring myself to do it. But hey, you know what? It might happen. Life's too short, you know? So. Yeah, that's why I couldn't, you know, most of my convention exclusives i've i've not opened but i could not could not sit by and watch i tried i tried when that's that star scream sky striker came out in 2011 i'm like i i'm not gonna open this i'm not gonna open this fuck it i am opening this yeah <laughs> because it is just uh, a beautiful yeah uh, is that the one that comes with uh, Ravage as well? It goes with, like Ravage and no, Ravage Baroness. came with the uh, um, Jetfire one. All oh, right. Okay. Cool. Okay. And Hound. Ooh. Yes. Hound. The Hound Vamp. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, actually. I like that Baroness. I wish they would take that head sculpt and just pop that on uh, and put it in her into a three pack. You know, pop that on a on a Baroness body and pop that in a three pack. That would be a great. Modern Baroness, but they haven't done it. It's really irritating. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, it's it is really frustrating. So, what for you guys? What are holy grails for you guys that you don't have that you're like? If I have to sell a kidney, if I find it on eBay, that's what I'm gonna do to get this. Say hi. 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 My four-year-old just had a cameo. He said hi, and then he looked at me and walked away like, mm-mm. mm-mm. I'm not <laughs> talking to these guys. <laughs> exactly. Those weird accents. Uh, no, it's actually more like little kids tend to, they see the phone or they see the microphone, 
they hear the voices and they're just like, well, that's that's not. Where's the people that are saying it? Yeah, they tend the kids in general tend to be a little weirded out by it. But yeah, he was walking by and he was talking to me, so I put him on the podcast. Um, uh, Rob, do you wanna do you wanna throw this one out? Because uh, I'm also curious to hear. Um, I'm trying to think. I suppose the, the problem the problem with me at least is that a lot of the stuff that I do want, um, Stephen already has, and basically my entire collection, however small it is, is kept at Stephen's <laughs> with Stephen's collection. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so many of the things I, I would have always wanted, like a flag, Stephen has that. Um, a um, tomahawk, Stephen has that loose and boxed. Um, probably at this point, I, I would love to have a pterodrome, um, <laughs> which is probably what Paul's going to say as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those really big sets that I, n- 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 yeah, <laughs> that, that all three of us don't have yet. Um, I think I think that would be really impressive. Either that, or or maybe like. Actually, no. I already have that. I have a masterpiece. Um, not Soundwave. The other one, Sound Blaster. No, you have a masterpiece, Soundwave, as far as I know. No. No, no. You're right. Yes, I have a masterpiece, Soundwave. But yes, I, I covered a... your toy. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. That was something that I always wanted. Um, I think I'm at a place now where, where there's month, so. there's not much that I want right now, at least. Um, damn. I've, I've, I've achieved done. Nirvana. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you can die happy, right? Definitely. Uh, How about the you rest guys? of you guys? Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. There's, there's, I think, okay, well, it, it's not G.I. Joe at all, but, um, there is a Hot Toys Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China that oh. they're releasing next year sometime. Yeah. I would love to own that. Fair enough. That's a good choice. Because one of my absolute favorite films. Yeah, that's that's a definitely an enjoyable flick to be sure. And the the it just always blows me away the the quality on the of the sculpting and the painting that they are able to do on the faces of those of those characters is just amazing. No, they achieve incredible levels of detail. I mean, I already own a Snake Plissken from Hot Toys, but um, I just really like Kurt Russell and anything he did with John Carpenter. So if they would just keep releasing those figures, I will keep giving them my money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, it, yeah, and the quality has gone up too because I have um, a Hot Toys Iron Man Mark III and then I got uh, like the Mark... 42 when Iron Man 3 came out and the difference in the head sculpt and the painting on those between the the Iron Man Mark 3 and the Mark 42 is phenomenal no I I can imagine I mean just I suppose over time they just get better and better at kind of miniaturizing stuff I suppose to a degree and just getting in there with detail Um, and you gentlemen what are you guys uh, what is your like the the Joe item that you're trying to get that you would sell a kidney for or donate bodily fluids for or whatever. Boy, you know. Oh, that's a pretty low threshold. <laughs> <laughs> right. I. Oh man, 
it would be kind of a toss-up between a complete uh, complete defiant because mine's not complete and it's it's kind of like it's like almost there but not quite and you know I look for parts on eBay and the, you know they want twenty five bucks for one part I'm like I cannot do this not for an eighty percent complete vehicle I can't spend more than I spent on the whole thing to finish it off and I I've never. I've seen one in person once, and it's the flag. I would love to have a flag just just for display purposes, you know. just to, I've always wanted to have one of those just to be able to display my collection on. It's an incredible vehicle. It's definitely it's worth an incredible experiencing way to display real life. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Yeah, no, no, right. no. I was, so just, I was just adding in. Oh, it's all right. Is it Stephen? Thanks. Oh, don't Thanks, you Stephen. remember my unpo- unpopular opinions episode? I was like, the flag sucks. <laughs> it sucks so hard. I spent so much money on it and I own it. And yeah. God, Regret- why do I have this thing? Regrettably. <laughs> oh, man, if Jason Foyes comes into your house, you can totally hide behind the thing. No. That's if it was ever set up. I mean, uh, the flag. The so, flag, the flag, the flag. You need a room. You need to build a room onto your house. See, that's the, the thing. I have the room for one. Oh, you do? Well, do. my boy, what are you waiting for? Uh, Clearly, you are fact... a man of means. No, not at the moment. I used to be, so that's Fair the enough. thing. I used to work as work overseas. I worked a lot in Africa, actually, and that's... I was able to afford most of my stuff, but the market on my job kind of fell through, and I'm not making that kind of money anymore. So, oh shit, yeah. So you got all the space, but no toys to fill it. Yeah, just what I already have, and that's good enough for now. So, what do you? What's your? I, I obviously didn't listen to that episode. So, what's your? What's your gripe with the flag? Yes. Gosh. I think I was mainly going for it, uh, gunning for it for the shock value, to be honest. Uh-huh. But I think um, for me, the flag's major failing, outside of its its design failings, because let's face it, it's not a very su- successful ship's hull. No, you know the toy as it is is a sort of platform held up by rather brittle, frail supports with a thin little strap to kind of complete the. The one facade, the other is completely open. You know, it's it's an awkward toy on its own and only made more awkward by its exclusivity and the space that it takes up. It was hilarious. The day I and Rob assembled the flag, we, <laughs> we moved a table into um, my, my room and... Started assembling it, just, just sort of scratch building, putting the pieces down on the table, you know, in the configuration that we expected it to be. So we had the bow and the stern, and then we started filling in the middle. We were like, not only is this table too short to accommodate the flag, the flag won't fit in the room in this direction. So we have to turn <laughs> it around. Aww. So that it was sort of alongside the bed, therefore making this room completely inaccessible in any way. You can't open the cupboards. You can't get over the flag to get to the bed. It just became a mess. So we're like, okay, my parents have a dance studio inside their house. My mother's a dance teacher. It became her her business. Must be a big-ass house. 
Well, it's it's fair. Look, it's not a it's not a massive studio. It's okay. I'm I'm metric, so it's about mm, five meters by four meters. We are Sorry. Americans. What the hell is a meter? Anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm making a joke. I work. I work in the customs industry. I understand the concept of a meter, but come on, feet and inches make more sense. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Fair no, it's going to get into the, the merits of metric versus imperial. I but know. Suffice it to say, I, I it's you and Cuba. Actually, I understand Liberia. Metrics Liberia are actually based on it. math, but forget that. It's hard. So yeah. Um, is it America and Cuba? What are the two countries in the world that are still imperial? Uh, Burma uses it, and Liberia still Burma. uses it. Okay, sorry, three then. And Liberia. Sorry, Cuba, didn't mean to, to, to go for you. Liberia still uses it, too. Mm-hmm. But well, Liberia is, you know, it's a country populated by uh, repatriated slaves from America, so, you know, it's kind of like Africa's version of America. So they're, they're very, very pro-America. Well, see, there you there. go. And it just makes sense. So, um, and makes for a Michael Jackson number. Anyway, uh, there's your playout tune if you needed one. <laughs> yes. Like yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Enough vocal renditions. <laughs> um, so yes, the flag. Cumbersome as hell, man. Yeah. The first thing I did when I actually gave it some thought was cut out a wooden platform. And put some trolley wheels underneath it. Ah, yeah. Um, just so that this thing had some mobility. Because, you know, they call it a playset, but I want it to be a boat. I want it to be a ship. I want to be able to kind of roll it around a little bit. I'd seen somebody that <laughs> you know, uh, had put it, had you done have the, the real same thing, and they were, uh, they were, had put it in a pool, a swimming pool. Oh, I saw that picture. And then it's a famous were, picture that's doing the rounds, man. Yeah, and then it kind of resurfaced recently. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I just saw it recently, and then the people in the comment section were like, "I didn't know it floats." Oh, dear. That was me, <laughs> Philistines. Ah. <laughs> that was me, and shut up. Um, <laughs> it's Look, creative solution. All, that kid was. Yeah. All I have to say is, pay very close attention to that child's expression. It looks to me like he's working a little too hard to try and keep this thing from from rolling over. Yeah, he was clearly pissed that he's the one that had to do that for the picture. It's a flat-bottomed platform that they've got this thing, which, and okay, the flag, it's not evenly weighted. So oh. the tower side, it's going, to, it's going to list toward the tower side no matter what you've put underneath it. So that kid is like, mm, Dad, just take the picture. I want to get out. I want to pull my flag out of the pool. I think it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a stunt. Huh. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that, but yeah, that's a good point. Well, I do think of these things because I think the flag sucks. <laughs> not actually. <laughs> I'm, I, I, as I say, I was being contrary on this particular episode of the podcast. I wanted to, to shock and amuse and just, kind of let the rest of the world of non-flag owners know the pitfalls of having this toy and then having the huge quandary of like, okay, I own a flag, but it spends its entire lifespan disassembled in various parts of the house because, you know, one cupboard is not enough. 
um, and and sees the light of day maybe, I don't know, a couple of weeks out of the year, if that's. So yeah, if you've got a dedicated room, power to you. I did these things obviously in the wrong order. I got the flag before I had the house. So, <laughs> stupid me. Well, now that you have the flag, what 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 is there out there for you to dream of? What is what is your if next? If anyone pick? was going to ask me that, thank you, Rob. Um, I, in my GI Joe pursuits, am content. There is nothing I need or want. There are always things to buy and I will always as a result buy things like a retaliator someone posted a comment on one of our reviews saying have you guys done the retaliator yet if you can get past the weirdness it is a really fun toy and that's all it takes for me I'm like cool I'll keep awesome. my eyes peeled for um, retaliator random dude 225 said I should get one now I really want one Rob the reason why we have done a condor review is because Random dude number 221 said, have you guys done a condor review? And I'm so glad he did because nobody listens to Paul, <laughs> who loves the condor. <laughs> well, I will Shut say up, this Paul. much. For for men particularly, the condor has a very um, inviting aesthetic. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, it's a great well, way of like, grasping the condor. You guys, you, guys should, you, you guys should review the road toad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can spend my hard-earned monies on that thing. Yeah. I <laughs> um. But but it's oh, so JD, much fun. JD, you said we'll probably do it's, it. <laughs> it's a box with wheels. How is that not fun? Because what kid didn't <laughs> want a box that springs open and has a desk inside of it? Yeah. Like, Does anyone want to take this uh, swipe at? Uh, no, Captain please America? don't. Because no, no, no. I'm taking a swipe at you for uh, mixing up the road toad with the coastal defender. Zing. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. The road toad had. Uh, you know what? They're both so terrible. Honestly, this coming you know from the dude me? who concocted the most yeah, I was just difficult wondering the same thing with the road file toad name battle. Fold. It's just like Bob. it wasn't. I just found the file card names of dudes that were quite straightforward. But I, I think, in a way, though, I did cheat. Because I didn't include their middle names. So I think you would have oh. got crazy things if I had said David O. Thomas. Yeah. <clears throat> See? Yeah. I, I still, still would have failed at the other one, but, you know. Um. <laughs> no, don't put yourself down. Everyone else is doing it. You have to stand up for yourself. Come on. But. Yeah, but it's fun. Anyways, guys. Um, yeah, we're at uh, two hours and ten minutes now. Yeah, and oh, we shit. need to. No, we all have separate pursuits to move on to. Yep, I've got a four-year-old who is throwing all of the bedding off the bed. Hey, right, what are you doing, no man? <laughs> and we're oh, gonna go see gonna Logan tonight. Oh, so. it's it's gonna be a monster and a fort. Okay, awesome. Oh, oh, monster, monster fort, <laughs> a monster uh, truck. Nice. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So, and what's then, your policy with four-year-old and toys, buddy? Do you let oh, him anyway you know what? The if he gets into him, he's not going to hurt us. He's pretty good with them, but even if he does get into him, honestly, if it needs to be replaced, it can be replaced, you know. And and if it's and if it's expensive enough that I can't replace it, you know, it's probably not out anywhere. I probably got it, you know, put away for safekeeping. So he's pretty good, though. He doesn't he doesn't generally go into my stuff. And I buy him some of his own stuff. 
Um, like I got him GI Joe Attack Cruiser for his birthday. He loves the hell out of that. Oh, my so, goodness. <laughs> um, they, really, the only exception was that green hiss tank from that SDCC set. I bought it, and he liked that that tank so much, and it was fairly cheap to to get a second one. So I, I yeah, I just let him keep it. I'm like, oh god, he loves. It. He was pushing it around for days. So I'm like, there, right, let's get another one. Put stickers on it. So, but he's pretty. Wow, literally, there's no betting left. Wow. Yeah, it's funny because we usually do this podcast, you know, uh, at, at night. But because of the because of the the, the day and a half time difference for us, you know, South Africa, because I'm pretty sure it's like six in the morning on Wednesday for them right now. Um, <laughs> JD I, completely I, uh, does not understand how time zones work. Yeah, we've been through this. <laughs> Considering JD um, that if we left this one week further, you guys would be jumping on at four p.m. Paul and Rob would be on at 11 p.m., and I would be waking up at the princely hour of 6 a.m. Uh, this is perfect. Thank you. Oh, that's Thank right. You. That's right. You'll be in Australia where it's like Thursday. So, we are talking to you from tomorrow. It's ah, now Sunday. Indeed. So, welcome. Welcome to the future. And thank awesome. you for, for having us. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, guys, thank, thanks for coming on. I, I, uh, I, it's, it's, I've, been the, I've been listening to G.I. Joe Berg for a long time. So it's, it's uh, quite often I'll talk back to the podcast. I'm like, well, I know you guys didn't ask my opinion, but here it is. So, um, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining us. So. All right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks for coming on. I know these, it's really hard to get guys in, in – it's hard enough sometimes for us to line up people just in the states, the time zones. But once you start mm-hmm. going overseas, it's it just becomes exponentially more difficult. So it's fantastic that we were get, able to get everybody on today. So um, thanks for coming on General Geekery. And we thank you for listening to yet another episode. And hopefully we yeah. won't be a month between this episode and the nah. next one now. Next episode, Brian's going to see Logan. So next episode, he'll do a quick review of it. Cool, man. Uh, I look forward to hearing that. We we've seen it as well. Well, I uh, Steve and I have seen it. Rob has it. Just seeing it um, tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, I just want to say thank you again for having us. It has been a real treat, actually. Um, I'd love to. It would be great if you guys came onto our show sometime in the future as well. Absolutely. And uh, you know, uh, you guys seem like a really cool bunch of dudes so yeah I, I had a lot of fun today yeah this was definitely one of the funner podcasts that i've done absolutely yes yeah, yeah, thank you brian thank you jd jd does anyone ever confuse your surname and call you jd onesie oh <laughs> I have to ask. Time. Oh. there are literally no mispronunciations of my name that i haven't heard um except it's for just it's, yeah what? Hey, I was just gonna say, I my wife uh, drives him crazy. Don't do it. We're not. So for the record, that. she's upstairs. So. Uh, no, she just she makes a big joke of my my first name because I hate it, and so that's why I go by JD. And <clears throat> and his wife likes to torture me with the full name. Ew. Um. So. <laughs> Um, I, I take it she's not there to have burst in and and uh, and actually, yeah. Um, but 
Yeah. All right. Well, well folks, hang on. Thanks Just for one listening. Second. We we'll make we'll we'll end this right. Joshua, hi. Oh, there we go. I know. Yeah. I know if I said she probably isn't there because she hasn't said it, that that would bring her out. So, um, I was Happy baiting. That's right. That's right. She's a huge fan of Gwen Stacy. So, Ew. um, yeah. Oh, vengeance. Yeah. Uh huh. I see how it is. Yeah. Gwen Stacy is the bomb. I love Gwen Stacy. I have to leave. It's disgusting in here. <laughs> <laughs> We'll all just laugh like we get the joke. <laughs> well, I, Emily's read all of the old Spider-Man comic books. We have the uh, reprints of the, you know, like the first hundred issues of Spider-Man. She's read them all and absolutely hates them. Oh, that's awesome. Disney. Yeah. But so, she hates them. And she buys you Iron Man action figures. <laughs> yes. Dude, dude, you got to keep her right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hold <laughs> totally. on to that one. Hold on to that one. Yeah, absolutely. She's G.I. Joe Berg approved. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. All right, gentlemen, that's going to be it for today. Thank you for listening to General Geekery, and tune in next time. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yo, Joe.